Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Blog Talk Radio. This is Everything Home, the transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life, tangible takeaways. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick. It's Nooner in Mara Corruption County, Arizona, and time to start your week off right with Michelle on the Everything Home Talk Radio Show. <laughs> We're your censorship-free safe space sanctuary speakeasy for patriots. You know what I just realized? They don't use the word sanctuary cities anymore. They don't talk about the sanctuary centers. Cities. Oh, interesting. Our Motivated Monday Live studio audience can't believe Arizona made headlines yet again. And this time, our entire state legislature gave a big middle finger to every voter by taking away your rights to elect your choice for re- representation. The state's unbelievable. Last Thursday, they passed an emergency bill because it was so important. It was an emergency without committee review, debate, public comment that unanimously passed the House and Senate. Well, there was actually two votes. Uh, They were no votes, which is actually worse than a yes or no because it means you have no uh, spine. You don't stand for you stand for nothing, which means you fall for anything. And Governor Doug Ducey signed it into law all in a matter of hours. The bill was targeted at the precinct committeemen, yes, us PCs. It removed the process of us being elected, and the county political party committee will appoint their chosen one. And instead of multiple PCs in each precinct based on how many voters live there, there will only be one PC, the golden child of the establishment rhinos. Yes think this was in retaliation for Mike Lindell and President Trump's endorsement of the precinct strategy to take back the GOP? Put on your common sense caps with the people. Remember, once you commit, everything changes. Grab your pen and paper for all the quality content you're about to hear. It's no mo- excuses, motivation, and mobilization march. Yes, mobilization. Time to rally the troops. Time to make your business and your life and your country, this very country, better. Take action, BLC. Today's topic's on episode 295. 
Take action business tips. Christian Patriots Unite. Reposition your mindset, hormones, and your success. Candidate for AZ Mayor, Corruption County Board of Supervisors, censorship-free social media. We the people take back America. Political tyranny and our freedoms with special guests Jeff Brain, Will Johnson, and Terry Gilbert. All delivered by our partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace. They're good people doing good business and good things. Today's lineup is loaded with freedom, love, and fierce. Fighters, Jeremy Torsic, business coaching, accelerating results by providing world-class coaching from real world experience. One of my faves, Pastor Patrick Collis, nonprofit Christian Patriots United and United Christians for America, taking back America together. Preston Weeks, Formula EQ, personal transformational power mixed with scientific information to create a success mindset. Deborah Peters, this is a strong lineup. Watch out, people. Deborah Peters, how your hormones create your success, your struggle can be fixed, and everything in your life can change. Gail Golick. Triotic. Oh, what a novel concept. Arizona candidate for America Corruption County Board of Supervisors. Remember those rhinos from the 2020 fraudulent election? Got to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And sitting shotgun in Michelle Patriotic Soapbox, our three special guests at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Jeff Brain, the founder and CEO of Clout Hub and a frequent supporter guest on the show. A censorship-free one-stop platform to socialize, connect, network, and collaborate on meaningful civic, social, business, and political topics. And at 1.30, Will Johnson, founder of Unite America First and the host of Let's Talk About It. He's a conservative black influencer and former Democrat. Welcome to the team, Will, who's leading Americans to save the country they love. See the theme here? Mm-hmm. At 2 p.m. Mountain Time, Terry Gilbert. She is a news, radio, and TV broadcasting veteran and legend, especially here in Phoenix and current host of Timeline with Terry on Conservative Television of America. We're on that platform, too. We're talking about political tyranny. There's lots of it. And our freedom, there's not so much of it. So be sure to stick around for the entire show. Facts, truth, take action, items, resources, and, of course, some entertainment. Visit everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. For more information on today's guests, their websites, their own shows, and everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. One location for all of the information, the ultimate resource platform. Breaking news. It's time we the people stand up, show up, speak up to our elected elite politicians. If we learned anything from what happened in Arizona this past week, it's coming to a state near you. We need to take back and save America together. These tyrants need to hear from all of us today. doesn't matter if you are here in Arizona. You could still join this movement. How about we start by defending and decertifying the Arizona 2020 election? It's our low-hanging fruit, people. We just need two minutes of your time to send an easy one-click email to all of the Arizona legislators who obviously now have no use for any of us and say, hey, rhinos, I think you need to vote yes on hcr 2033 you might want to read the bill this time we're actually you know what don't even bother just do yes like you did last week and we'll be happy campers because the fraud is overwhelming and all the information is in that bill again their opinion doesn't matter we don't care what they think we're tired of what they think they're not going to get reelected if they don't comply with what we the people want to certify arizona so go to arizona or azsavesamerica.us. That's azsavesamerica.us. You don't need to live here. 
You just need to click on it. Do it every day for 40 days. If Jesus can go ahead and not eat for 40 days and wander the desert, I think you can click some buttons for 40 days to save your country. First, we take Arizona. Then we go on to the other battleground states. We got to get these guys accountable because they obviously do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. It's March 7th, day 722 of 15 days to slow the spread. Snap out of it. Yeah, 722. Are you tired of it yet? Are you tired of the tyranny? Probably. I guess not. I joined the movement, azsavesamerica.us. It's also day 409 of the Biden-Obama Nazi regime, which is the most successful administration in the history of America at accomplishing their agenda of destroying our country. And oh, Biden is the largest trafficker of human and sex slave on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to meet the partners in the Everything Him Socially Conscious Referral Network. Oh, my goodness. Episode 295. I'm telling you, everybody, get your pen and papers out. This is a powerful episode. We've got superstars on all stars on this show. Episode 295, Take Action Tips. Christian Patriots Unite, Reposition Your Mindset, Hormones, and Your Success Candidate for Arizona Matter, Corruption, County Board of Supervisors, Censorship-Free Social Media, We the People Take Back America, Political Tyranny, and Our Freedoms with special guests Jeff Brain, Will Johnson, and Terry Gilbert, let's do this, people. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Oh, Twelve oh nine. I kind of knew I was going to go a little long because you needed to know what's going on in Arizona because it's coming to a city, or shall I say, a state near you. All right, let's do this. My first guest is Jeremy Torres. He is a business advisor and a smart one, a coach and a very good one. Founder of Torres Pro Advisors and host of the Go. Procast, get it? Procast show, JT. JT, as Jeremy Torres, accelerates results by providing world-class coaching from real-world experience. The man has made it, sold the company. Remember, that's kind of the one of the important things. If somebody doesn't sell a company, they can't really be a coach. Audience, big round of Hello, Michelle, and your beautiful audience. How are you guys doing today? Uh, you guys are you're on fire. Everyone should be fired up after that intro and after the way you pitch what is going on with this world and how we can fix it. So thank you for having me as a part of your solution. Uh, you know what? I appreciate you saying that, but I also, even more so, I'm, I'm thankful and grateful that you came into this world. I mean, you came into our platform and we crossed <laughs> paths, right? And it was kind of, and I, I mentioned this when you when you came on, we did our longer form interview together. You were kind of hesitant. You were like, Phew. I was like, whoa, dude. Okay, well, give it a try. If you don't like it, you don't like me, then we don't have to do it. And you're like, uh, it was love at first sight. It was amazing. So um, <laughs> it was just, it, it is just, uh, it is a perfect story of, you know what, just when you, it, even if you have a little bit of an apprehension, but you still have uh, kind of that feeling, that gut, that inner feeling that says, you know what, I, yeah. I should do it or just do it. Just do it because I guarantee you uh, it will work out. Tremendously. So with that being yeah. said, what, what are we doing with biz business today? We are, we are changing employees' lives. We are giving employees reason to go to work. We're giving them meaningful lives. Where do we spend a third of our lives uh, besides sleeping? So now you have two parts of your lives. So half of your awake life you spend at work. And I bet probably more than half these days, people are working more hours, 
uh, for less money thanks to inflation. And so what would that look like if it actually had meaning and purpose for the things you were doing for those eight to 10 hours every day? Wouldn't that be a beautiful way to spend your time getting home energized from helping people all day and working with great teams and with having friends and great benefits? That's what I live for, to help companies engage their employees and give their employees a sense of purpose and meaning to their lives. And uh, that's what we work on every single day. We're reaching out, branching out, bringing out new partners, innovative new ways to do that scientific, cool, uh, artificial intelligence coming down the pike soon. I am so excited, never been busier. And uh, doing all this gives me meaning and purpose. And it's important, as you mentioned, half of your awake life is at work. So if your work environment can be positive, then People that are, even if you've got the grumpy guy in the corner, you know, like the crotchety old man, <laughs> you can actually, maybe he kind of turn around and, and the whole atmosphere it would be better. Regardless of the industry, let's just say you're kind of in a boring industry, right? And you're, you're you know, spreadsheets and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, but as long as it's the, the overall sense, the environment is positive, it, it changes everything. You know what I mean? We, you have to go, right? We need to make money. So at least make it somewhat enjoyable, yeah. but then also... You know, people are crazy, right? We know that. Like, there's just, it doesn't matter if it's friends, it's family, it's boyfriends, it's girlfriends. <laughs> right? People are crazy. <laughs> They're nuts, right? You're just like, wow. So, um, you know, being able to interact in a different way or just kind of to learn some skills to make it a little bit easier yeah. so that the people aren't as crazy because you have to be around each other, that is key. You know? Right. And maybe it'll you rub off to. on your relationships at home. <laughs> Yeah, and what we're, doing, what we're doing is finding out why the guy is crotchety, right? Why is the, why is the get off my lawn man yelling to get off in his lawn when you're going by his cubicle? Well, there's a reason for it. And so we have, you know, systems and process to find that out. It's almost like, uh, you know, I'm, I, I, on my side work, on my little uh, career, um, uh, what's that called? Uh, the stuff you give away for free. <laughs> Philanthropy. I spend a lot of time with suicide <laughs> prevention and people are, you know, they hear somebody who wants to commit suicide or they hear this keyword. Somebody's, you know, saying some scary stuff. Well, they're afraid to say anything. Well, we are, we teach them to be very specific and direct. You know, you're not thinking about doing anything to hurt yourself right now. Are you, let's, let's take care of that. Well, that's what you do at work. We teach people to be open, be able to go to their leaders and for the leaders to come down and talk to the employees and workforce because that's where all the magic happens. And when somebody is like that, there is a reason. So we have things, especially with this new AI stuff that has uh, it's video based. That's really cool. It's uh, sort of anonymous until the results get back, and then we can dig away and find out uh, why people are actually feeling the way they are. And it actually gives you responses and open-ended questions to talk to the workforce to find out what they're really thinking. And when I say thinking, it's feeling because feelings are more accurate than the words that people use on these surveys. So we have ways to figure out exactly what, how the, your workforce is feeling, and then we actually get rid of all those boring spreadsheets and meetings and stuff that you're talking about, the KPIs and the goals and all that stuff. It goes out the window when your company is happy, engaged, and you're getting feedback, and you're being innovative because you're listening to the customers, you're listening, listening to the workforce, your revenues go up, up, and up, and up, and all of a sudden, those goals that you had were being surpassed. So why are you aiming for a number that you can surpass? So we actually get away from most of those KPIs and most of those meetings and most of those spreadsheets 
by having different meetings and different initiatives to really make people more engaged, happy, listening with two ears and one mouth and really doing the same thing, you know, kind of proportionately listening to the workforce and the customers. And it goes back up, it comes back down with innovative changes. So there's a system there. It's calculated. It's not like you guys are assessing and then you're kind of guessing or you're going, well, hmm. you know, uh, maybe we could try this. It, there, there, there is a, <laughs> there's a way this is whole thing is, is it's planned. It's real and it's effective yeah. and it shows results. And in, in, in that personality test where you can assess people and you can get the chance to kind of reposition them around and, make adjustments so everybody is optimized, right? Isn't that what we want to do? We want to be able yeah, to Yeah, optimize. That's, the, that's wow. the key word. That's the key word, I optimize. Like you know, imagine if you're in a band and everyone is playing the guitar and their bass and their drums and, and uh, the piano as loud as they can, as hard as they can, as fast as they can. It's going to sound like crap. Even if you were in a 100-piece orchestra, if everyone's playing all their instruments as fast, as hard, as loud as they can, that's going to sound like crap. But optimize the system. Everyone plays their part at the tempo and the, and the tone and the range they're supposed to and stop and let the other person go when they're supposed to go. And now you've got an optimized system. And exactly what you said is nothing but like chance to this. We employ a few different surveys. Just is one of them that you talked about, but this new stuff that we're really playing around with is video stuff that goes around uh, that we're kind of playing with. It's really, really innovative stuff. I don't know how many months away we are from actually putting it out there, but we are so excited about it. It's going to change and disrupt a lot of businesses because, it, again, it touches the feelings instead of the words when you ask for people what's wrong or what, what's good or bad. This is going to come from a limbic part of the brain that's actually going to show and give responses to our questions that are more feeling-based, and you're going to be able to turn out some really pointed but open questions to get the results that really can change your business. So we're really, really on the cutting edge here. We're months away from putting this out there. However, we work on it every single day. And um, between now and then, we do rely on this disk system that is unbelievably great, and it teaches how to talk to each other and say the words in the way that we want to hear it, puts us in the environment that we want to be in. And uh, we get going on that, and then by the time we get to this other system to back that up, it's going to be some crazy added value to our company. And then you're not going to change the definition of words. So that's, that's important, too. You're going to use the real word, what the real meaning is. There you go. So give your website, plug yes. your podcast, and I, then i got to go, my friend. Sure, JeremyTorisk.com, T-O-R-I-S-K, to risk, and my blood type is B positive. So you can always count on me to be there for you, JeremyTorisk.com, uh, 954-338-9799 here in the happy, sunny state of Florida, here to help anyone that needs help with their employees to be happy. Thank as happy as I am for being on this show, Michelle. Thank you, my friend. Always a pleasure. Look forward to chatting with you next month. Um, we'll talk to you then. Jeremy, yes, be positive, be positive. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> oh, he is. He's a smart, he's a smart guy. He's one of those. Remember I told you when you're thinking about hiring a coach or consultant, that's going to work with your business. You might want to get somebody who actually sold a business, right? I think it was two digits in front of the second comma, right? There's two commas. So you might want to work with somebody like that. So check out his website. And of course his podcast, his podcast is listed on our must listen to page. And you can go to everythinghomeaboutus.com. That's your take action menu. It is loaded with everything that you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. So 
start there. And then you'll be able to find all of our guests in their own shows and all kinds of incredible resources that you need. You'll never use the Google again because the Google is bad. Uh, the Google is bad. We know that. All right, let's bring on my next guest. My next guest is a new partner. He is Pastor Patrick Cullis. He is the founder and president of the nonprofit organizations. You've got two of them, Pace. Uh, Christian Patriots United and United Christians for America. He's a Navy veteran, political strategist, and this was my favorite. He's a bodyguard for multiple congressional candidates. You know how I love top secret stuff because I need to know basis. You don't need to know, and I need to know. I love scoop. Audience, big round of applause for Pastor Patrick. Pastor Patrick, I had no idea. I had no idea you were a bodyguard. Like, I was so excited when I read that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I tend to keep that uh, kind of low-key. Uh, outside of being a bodyguard, I'm a private investigator and a fugitive recovery agent. So I, I, uh, I, I travel the U.S. arresting fugitives, but only I don't call it arrested. I call it rescued because it is my ministry. I uh, plant the seed of word of God to them and let them know that their uh, their life isn't over, that these are just mistakes that they've made, and God still loves them either way because, you know, God didn't call the qualified. He qualified the called. So I, I try to give that piece of encouragement to them every time I rescue them. So you're actually getting paid to recruit clients, kind of. <laughs> right? So you're out there. You're, someone's saying, hey, go pick up this bad dude. And you're like, cool, I'll do that. Now I have a client, and then I'm going to reform him. That's kind of a great kind of that's a great setup. It's like your customer acquisition cost is literally zero. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's literally zero at that at that point. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's a it's a blessing in disguise. I, I call it a bittersweet, uh, if you will, because you know we we come in and they don't they don't know that we're coming in, obviously. Um, uh, I have my full kit on, and so you look at me, I have a vest on, I have all my, my stuff, and I just look like, okay, don't mess with me type thing. But uh, we have this little catchphrase, we come in hard, fast, and strong, and I always say, we come in hard, fast, and strong with a touch of grace because, you know, it is, a, it is our civic duty uh, to that job. But I, I figured, you know, when I look back at how Jesus Christ came to this earth, you know, he, he dined with sinners. He didn't dine with the righteous. You know, he came here to save us. And, you know, how can you reach the lost if you don't engage with them? And so I just took the talents that God gave me and, and said, hey, I'm going to use it to spread the gospel. You know, these are the people we need to reach the most, especially with the way that people view our law enforcement now. If I can take my little part, just, just the thing that I do, and I can change somebody's perspective and win them over for God, then I'm doing absolutely what he intended for me to do, and I'm doing my part to make, you know, all of us united, hence my uh, nonprofit, Christian Patriots United. So. Uh, so that, that's kind of my outlook when I do it, but yeah. It's a, it's a reality show that needs to be on the air. I mean, it's like the, <laughs> the dog, the bounty hunter meets, uh, I'm trying to think of an actual really good person who's got a TV show that's a Christian, not like a Joel Osteen or any of those characters. But then it's like that, you have that recovery. <laughs> and then maybe like, yeah. um, you know, like the um, uh, drug recovery show that these Dr. Drew or whatever, and you throw it all in one mix. Right. Oh my God, this yeah. is and I actually know Leland pretty well his son i'm actually friends with his son leland so um we've actually you know he's helped me out with a few cases before i just said there's certain things that get me and that that got me so i i had to play into it a little bit there but um <laughs> i think it's, it's just, the it's ultimate just inter- service for sure 
Yeah, you know, but and and, and I, I, this is just a short segment. So um, there's obviously there's some. Right. I'm sure there's a really interesting story on how you, you know, your line of work doesn't match with pastors. So there's there's I'm sure there's if there's a real quick version of how you can say that you became the pastor, but yet your line of work really doesn't match that. Um, but I want to learn. Obviously, I want to share more about Christian Patriots United and United Christians for America. So you get to choose at this sure. point. Well, well uh, United Christians for America, I, I could really brief on that one. That isn't a speech yeah. for that I use to endorse uh, political candidates. Um, I can't, you know, the, the law for, you know, nonprofits is you can't, with a C3, you can't do anything with politi- political side of things. With a C4, you can. So the C4 is, is just a subsidiary that I use to endorse grassroots America first Christian candidates uh, that I feel is the best, you know, pick to uh, bring our country back to its original foundings. And so that, that's, that's just the C4, which United Christians for America. So there's not a whole lot that goes on with that, really. It's just an endorsement page, and we raise money to help, you know, with campaigns, stuff like that, whoever's falling behind. But that's really it. There's not a whole lot to tell. The story is with CPU. Okay, gotcha. So then let's uh, let's focus. We've got about uh, two, two and a half minutes. Let's focus on the uh, Christian Patriots United, since the, the, the message here today is all about uniting so we can uh, – we can uh, get this country back under control because it is yep. completely out of control and throw in a little bit of Christian and somehow I have a feeling <laughs> it's going to turn out just a okay. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Um, so Christian Patriots United uh, started and I know I have two and a half minutes, so I'm pretty sure I could sum it all up, you know, uh, to the core of things, but then maybe we could talk again later on another show. I can go into more detail, but I, I started this uh, when my wife got her religious, uh, a combination denial letter because she's active duty, uh, mm. and when she didn't want to take the vaccine. And now we're, well, I'm not anti-vaccine. Okay, Christian Patriots United is not left or right. Okay, we're apolitical. We are about God's children, and we we focus on unlawful mandates uh, that go against our religious beliefs, and that's what we fight for. Okay, so my wife got her denial letter, and now we're on the choppy block of her being uh, kicked out of the military. And mm-hmm. I knew that I needed to fight for her. And I met several other people who are in the same position. So I started MRAD Letter, which is just an information gathering tab uh, on the website. And long story short, I have over about 130 uh, service members from all branches of service, all ranks, who sent me their denial letters because I was interested to see how are they denying these letters? What is going on? Who, where's the accountability here? There and is none. not only did I – there is none, Exactly. Mm-mm. So there's not only that they're not following them. the constitution. There's no accountability. They're making up rule. They're making up right. things as they go along. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then I get their stories. I get them telling me, you know, pastor, I, I, I'm, I'm almost forced to want to take the shot because I got, I have to protect no, my career. No, no, I have, no, no, I have no, a family no, to take no, care no, of. No, right. No, no, so, no, but no, these no. are the stories I'm getting. Yeah, no, I agree with you. My wife and I cried to our pastor, pastor Rick Hawker with the uh, freedom fellowship uh, church here in Virginia beach. We cried to him during Christmas break over the phone because we were like, we, we have a duty as Christians because God says to uh, maintain our family, take care of our responsibilities, our bills, and stuff like that. And he said, you're exactly right. So he said, if you decided to get the vaccine, you won't be, you, you know, God, I think God would understand because you're trying your best. Oh, God, no, 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 and, no, no. I, I got to you know that. First of all, it's not a vaccine. It's a bioweapon, and it's designed to harm and exactly. hurt and kill people. So no, exactly. no, no, no. Any, any, anybody that tells yeah. you that is that don't go to that church anymore. 
that that's yeah. Well, no. Whoa. So let me let me you know finish what he was saying. He was yeah. he was trying to explain to me that if I had to make that he was not telling me one way or the other to do it. He was trying to help me find a median ground on what decision I had to make. Now we ultimately decided not to take it. Okay, yeah. but I was struggling. How do I do this? How do I fix this? What do I have to do? And so he told me to read further into scripture and told me to follow God's law, you know, basically. And, and ultimately, the decision was not to take it because he was guiding me. And so when I formed this organization, Christian Patriots United, I listened to all the stories that these soldiers and sailors were telling me. And I said, well, look, here, here's what I need to do. I have got to find a way to honor my brothers and sisters. arms. I don't wear a uniform anymore, but I took an oath. Okay, and no one has relieved me of that oath. And Isaiah six eight it said, you know, basically says, and they called uh, heard the voice of the Lord say, "Who will go? Uh, who will go?" Basically, and it, and it said, "Send me." So that's what I say. I say, "Send me. I'll go." So when I started this organization, you think of it like a hub, to where people come to me, kind of like a sports agency. You have all these athletes, the the soldiers, the sailors, uh, and we don't just work with the military, first responders police officers, firefighters, frontline doctors and nurses, and, and then all the patriots of this country. So they come to me as if I was a sports agent, and I say, okay, what's your problem? What's your situation? Let me find you the best counselor, pastor, lawyer, or whatever that we can do. We'll help offset the cost of these expenses, which is why we do our fundraisers and why I'm doing an event in June, which I'll tell you about. Um, we raise money to help offset the cost of these people because the veterans who try to get to the VA – especially the ones who get kicked out of the military, they're not going to have a job. So how no, can they pay a lawsuit? And the problem with that is I have some friends whose uh, kids have gotten kicked out and then their, their record is right. trash. So they can't even get jobs that they were in there for special training and clearances, but it's 1228. So I, I got, I got a bump pastor, but you're going to be, you're, you're, yeah, oh, you're welcome to come on next month. I, hey, it is it's seven minutes, Judo. I already, we're over, we're over. Yeah, I got to keep a tight ship so here. so much about this, right. Yes, yes, so you, yes. I totally understand. Well, this keeps the listeners website, wanting more. So, okay, website, website is christianpatriotsunited.org or cpunited.org. Awesome. Awesome. And you can find well, us on well, Facebook, too, at Christian Patriots United USA. Perfect. And you'll you know, just book for next month, so then we'll, we'll have you back on. So welcome welcome to our Patriotic Purpose Driven Resource Platform, my friend. And you have a fabulous I appreciate day. you. You're welcome. Oh, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing. And, you know, it's, um, we, we haven't really talked about the COVID stuff and all that in a while because I got tired. I got tired of doing it. But, again, if you want to get any information, you can go to his website. And we have done about 40 episodes between doctors, experts, common sense, people all about COVID and the Great Reset and all the resources. Of course, you can go to our COVID facts tab, and I'll add his information to that. So um, there's episodes, there's 40-some episodes at least on there if you want to get some more detailed information on uh, the different experts, doctors in the groups, and um, the different resources that they have, the COVID facts tab. All of that is listed in our Take Action menu, everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com, and we'll add we will add pastors' information on there too. But, yeah, go ahead and get that and get your Get your uh, get your content, get your information, check the box, move on, and then uh, let's focus on taking back this country. That's what we need to be working on because you want to, you know, enhance the quality of your life and grow your business, and uh, then we got to work on this country all at the same time. All right, what are we at? Twelve thirty. Yikes! Ah. All right, where's Preston? Oh, there he is. All righty, so my next guest, Preston Weeks. He's the co-founder. 
co-founder of Formula EQ, personal transformational power mixed with scientific information to create the most impactful life training ever designed on the planet Earth. Audience, big round of applause from a buddy, Preston. What's up, Michelle? It's great to be here. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, we we missed each other in February. I was very sad, so I'm I'm I was happy to see you on the calendar. I know it felt like that month was almost shorter than all the other ones. Yeah, by a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of days. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Just, uh, just, I, I and every know, once in a while, every too. every couple of years, it seems like we get an extra day out of that month. I'm not quite sure. I'll have to look back at the calendar and see how that works. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, like what four, what yeah. have you been up to? What have you been uh, teaching people? What have you been sharing? What have you been doing to uh, to create some successful mindsets for peeps? Oh man, we've been up to so many awesome things, so many amazing things. We just launched corporate training for teams and groups like that through FormulaEQ.com. But you know, it's the academy is growing and building. We're changing people's lives, and it's absolutely amazing. In January, we launched our cloud campus, so we have over 100 hours of training now online, uh, you know, for oh, wow. people. But, it, yeah, the, it, but, you know, it's like, it's what's cool. So with our Formula EQ Academy, we meet every single week, and it's kind of like you hear that phrase, you are what you eat, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so, but it's the same thing, you know, with what you consume. We are what you eat when you consume food, right? And then it makes up your body and your cells are always regenerating. And we have like over 50 trillion cells and they're regenerating our body like about every 90 days. And, but our mind is the same way. Our mind is consuming information. Our mind is consuming, it's like food. And it's like, it actually, you know, forms and it makes itself and it works based off of what we are consuming in that information that we consume in our mind, which comes from, you know, whatever, what we read, what we talk about, what we practice, what we learn, what we listen to. And so if you can take that information that you're consuming in your mind, but use it to program yourself to do the things that you want to do, to live the way you want to live, to be the way you want to be, then you can in turn live a better life and go down to your your core level of actually cellular construction to reprogram yourself and reprogram your subconscious mind so you start to live the way you want to live. So that's what we're doing at the Formula EQ Academy. So we meet every single Friday and we do a live online lesson and it's a new topic every single week. So we're always learning. My mantra is relentless improvement. So it's, it's, I'm always learning. I always, I can't know everything, but I'm doing what I can to keep working on it. And I'm fueling that mind. I'm fueling that mind to be better today, better tomorrow, better the next day. But yeah, it's it's exciting stuff. It's it's pretty awesome. Well, on last last week's show, uh, I think it was Don. He had mentioned we were talking about different different techniques, things that people could do. And he said, really, just for a week, try getting up an hour early every day, which is what I used to talk about before, but I would do it for three or four days and then I'd fall off the wagon. It is what it is, right? Because so, yeah, I'm good for a little bit, then boom, the wagon just runs me right over. So I actually have done it for a week and I cannot believe the changes, the things that are going on, the, uh, that just that one extra hour made such a huge difference yep. in so many different things. So 
what what is one thing oh, yeah. that you think? It's, because, you know, I love low-hanging fruit because Americans in general, we're kind of lazy, all right? You know what I mean? We don't, uh, we don't, well, we, we complain a lot, but then we don't necessarily like to show up a lot. So what, what can we do? Low-hanging fruit, ease us into it because a lot of the times when people finally take that, uh, that little low-hanging fruit plunge and then all of a sudden they see results, they're like, okay, I'll do a little more this time. I won't do two minutes. I'll do five. So what, what, do, what do we want to do? Because I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to do it for, the, for a week, and we'll see uh, we can report back on Monday. Yeah, so you're waking up an hour earlier? Is that what the premise was? Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's what I, we started last week because Don said it. Okay. So I said, okay. right, I'll do it. And that's, yeah, so let's go with okay. that, in that in that genre. So, yeah, so, cause that, okay, so, yeah, so I'm going to build on it. So, yeah, then what we teach always at the Formula EQ Academy is to have a morning routine. So you set yourself up for the day, and one thing I teach is, you know, a lot of transitions and things like that, setting yourself for what you're going to do. But in that morning routine, so when you wake up an hour earlier, what are you doing during that time? And one of the most important things is, you know, not to be, you know, working or checking up or connecting. You need that to be your personal time. And so what I want you to do is to set up a thing, and it can be flexible. And usually what I like to recommend is, you know, uh, to add a couple different things. One would be meditation. It could be meditation or prayer or a combination of both, um, but they're they're similar in their own realm. But and it can you can start out, you know, at five minutes if you want. You, you know, maybe fifteen minutes. It depends on what you can handle. But so some sort of that meditation, and then a little bit of personal study. So something that you just want to do for you. Not because you have to do it for work, not because you anyone's telling you to go learn about something. Just whatever you want to do, personal study. It could be writing in a journal. It could be reading something interesting. It could be whatever. It's personal. And then the last is a little bit of exercise. So get your blood flowing. Doesn't have to be intense exercise. It can be whatever whatever's at you know, the level of the person. You can do intense exercise, but if you don't want to yet. Go for a walk around the neighborhood. You know, it's nice out. Weather's nice out in our neck of the woods, at least. And, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go off, you know, do something like that or do something in your house or do whatever you can do or go to a gym or, you know, the, everyone's routine's a little bit different. But to whatever level you want to dive into, incorporate, you know, some meditation or prayer, personal study, and a little bit of exercise into your morning routine. And you can get all those done and, you know, a relatively short amount of time. But if you can put an hour into that, it will transform your day. It will set you up for success. It will launch you to the next step. Um, and I can say that I got a big F for um, what I chose to do because you know what I did. I just got to my desk an hour early. And I didn't – you know what's a sad part mm-hmm. of it? Right. Like you come on once a month, Deborah comes on, you got all these people that are, that are telling me all these things. And I didn't even, I did it again. I didn't even think that that's what I should add into, even if it's a half an hour of the extra hour. I just thought, oh, good, I can yep. get to the desk an hour early. So, um, yeah, don't do, don't be a me, guys. Don't be a Michelle and do that. You want to go ahead and do what Preston said if you're going to get up an hour early. Uh, throw in the personal, throw yeah, in the yeah. health, throw in some meditation. Yeah. I got a big F. Well, at least I got up early. But, you know. 
<laughs> no, no, you're on the right path. So it's a step forward. you got to put the next step down. It's like you're building a new trail, and you're laying down pavers in front of you, and you're blazing your own path forward. But Creatures you know, of habit, man. It's, it's happening. So, so, yeah. so when people, you know, for everyone that's listening, and then you're like, you know, you're, you're, we, we like, you know, not necessarily uh, we're resistant to change or we're creatures of habit, don't beat yourself up, up and, and, and say, I could have, should have, would have. I can't believe I did that. It doesn't matter. We all did it. I just gave you a perfect example, and I'm getting bombarded with these guys with great information literally we're on episode 295 you think i would know better and i went right back into the old way so don't uh, beat yourself up just decide today to make the change because this is uh, we're in march remember no mo- excuses march we are motivating and we are taking things to the next level because this is the only way you're going to change so start today start fresh start fresh um give your website and plug what you need to plug Preston. Yeah, I, well, it's exactly what you're saying. You know, it, it is a constant evolution. We we kind of we're always in motion. Sometimes we take a step backwards. Sometimes we take a step forward. That's why you know at the FormulaEQ.com Academy, we meet every single week. We're there for you on the whole journey. We're there for you to keep moving forward because it's a progression. It's a lifestyle. I live it. I eat it. I breathe it. I sleep it, mm-hmm. and I love it. And it makes really me do. happy to wake up and do it every day. And it's a dollar a day. For anyone who wants to join, a dollar a day for a year, 365 bucks for the whole year, and you can come. Anyone who wants to check it out, you can just message me, uh, text uh, Preston, my name, P-R-E-S-T-O-N, Preston, to the number 21,000. I'm not going to put you in a call list. I'm just going to invite you for free to come to the Academy, see what we do, and see if it's something that can uplift your life. So thank you for having me, my friend, Michelle. And uh, oh, yeah, anyone can check it out at formulaeq.com. EQ is the emotional quotient. So it's the emotional okay. intelligence. We make you an emotional genius. Oh, how nice. Emotional genius. We need that. And that's a dollar, uh, dollar a day. People just like the lottery in New Jersey years ago. All you need is a dollar and a dream. So all you need is a dollar a day and a dream. And Preston will take care of the rest. So Formula EQ. But Thank you, my friend. Everything. What? Every single person is a winner in our. <laughs> right. It's not like a scam where the lottery is. Like, you, you, you're actually, you have a better chance of getting hit by lightning than you will to win any of the lotteries, but that's a whole another show. Good point, Preston. So smart. You're, you're an emotional genius. Who knew? All right. Thank you, my friend. Have a great week. Thank you. You too. Don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. And there is. Uh, no, stranger, danger. All right, Preston Weeks, good man, good man. And again, he does live this step. So it, uh, it rubs off on you when you start showing up at these, uh, the groups that he does on Friday. So you might want to check that out. And before I bring on my next guest, since we are now kind of in the um, personal improvement, the personal growth world, uh, I just wanted to bring to everybody's attention that we've got a big event coming up this weekend, right? This is, uh, it is that time of the month again. It is that time of the month again. Oh, yeah, it is time for Clay Clark's Reawaken America event, which is where all of this stuff for me on the uh, really kicking it in gear side started when I went back. It was April a year ago almost in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and that is in San Diego, and that is on Friday and Saturday, March 11th and 12th. You can watch it for free on TV. I'm going to add it to the Take Action menu, everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. You can always rely on that website in order to, uh, well, it's a list. It's the launch link. It gives you all the different listings of all the amazing resources and shows and people and all that kind of stuff 
to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. And they're starting extra early at 8. I just spoke to the guys today. So definitely go check that out. And it's all free information. Most of our, a lot of our guests that have come on the show, that come on frequently, they're all part of that tour. So, um, yeah, that'll get you your information that you need to kind of balance yourself out. Uh, I suggest tuning in the background while you're doing your work on Friday and Saturday. So um, I wanted to get that plug in there before we bring on Deborah because we're talking about health and that's part of what the uh, the tour of the speakers, the topics are about health. So we had a little bit of a twist today because we're talking about hormones. Mm-hmm. Talking about hormones and how they actually affect your success. So Deborah Peters, she's an international business coach, mindset expert, and founder of Neuroengineering Institute, a consulting company that transforms business owners. What is transforming? I mean, trans, transforms business owners from efforting and grinding to creating more with less effort consistently. Oh, low-hanging fruit. Less is more people. Audience, big round of applause for my friend, Deborah. Hey, lady, how are you? Michelle, I'm so happy to be here today. I've got lots I want to share with your audience. Yeah, we spoke briefly yesterday, and I said, what are we going to do a little different? What are we going to do? She's like, oh, my God, hormones. And I was like, mm, I, think my, I think mine are starting to kick in. <laughs> I, was like, All right. I, <laughs> I am 49, so I think, uh, I think that's kind of when these things are starting to, well, you know what I mean? Like I put up a pair of jeans on the other day, and I went, whoa, we've got problems in River City, boys and girls. So I don't know. I think things are, yeah, oops. You know what I mean? They, That's they just, funny. Uh, fitting. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So what are we, it's not what are we going to really share funny, about this? <laughs> it's I like pathetic your humor on what it. it is. Yeah. <laughs> so keep, oh your, keep your youth, your felt figures, boys and girls, while you can. Yeah, while well, you can. get And flaunt those good looks while you got them. So, uh, because slide away real quick. So, yeah, go ahead. Uh, let's, let's take it from there, my friend. You know, I really want to talk about this because it's an interesting time in history with everything that's been going on the last two years. And anytime you start to uh, create suppression with people, it has a direct impact on how the brain fires. When you look at the brain uh, structure, um, there's something called a brain syndicate. And that's your pituitary, your pineal, your hippocampus. And the hippocampus is really a gland that's responsible for reproducing thought patterns. And it's how we get stuck in these um, self-defeating patterns of thinking. You know, to Preston's point earlier, brilliant, you know, job well done. I'd like to take it just a step further, and that is when – the food we eat and the water we drink and the air we breathe and the thoughts we think and the emotions we run start to dumb down our brain syndicate. It has a direct impact on how our hormones flow and how they're balanced. And, yeah, we can chalk it up to age, sure. I mean, that's the narrative, isn't it? You know, at a certain age, everything goes south. But I would invite everyone to to re- rebuke that you you don't have to be that you don't have to get soft and out of shape and overweight and and look old you don't have to that's um that's a hormonal balance situation that is impacted by the thoughts you think first of all the emotions you you allow yourself to wallow in or celebrate um and and then the food you put in your body and what you actually do with your body in terms of movement, including meditation. You know, you can calm the body 
into a place of um, peace where your hormones aren't wonky and overproducing and causing weight gain, etc. So this really needs to be addressed because of the last two years. People have had an assault, literally an assault on their nervous system, shock, mm-hmm. trauma, dumbing down, and it has had a direct impact on people's hormone balances. I see it. I see it. Most of my clients, Michelle, are male CEOs between the age of 40 to 60 of mid-sized companies. Hmm. And I see it. I see them going through shifts and then, and then trying to figure out, like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I remember things? Or why don't I have the drive and the passion for, for building my company like I used to? Like, these kinds of things you don't have to succumb to. And I feel that as we continue with the next shock, now we're in the Ukraine, and the next shock, and the next shock, it, it's designed. Remember when we did the, the program on the science of propaganda? Oh, it was brilliant. It was, it was 195, 96, or 97. It was one of those. So just go yeah. into that episode and then see where it'll say uh, – Obviously, you'll have Deborah's name. I need to pull that up because that was fascinating. That's when I first really understood all of this, the, the extent of the brainwashing and then how it, how, oh. where it came from and, and really gave an overall uh, – and the light bulb went on for me because I went, oh, I get it now. Oh, and then, right, yeah. yeah. And it was, and so, it was amazing, you know, now amazing we're two show. years into this. Right, yeah. so we're, we're two years into hardcore – repetitious assault on your nervous system and if you don't think that that's had an impact on your hormones you need to think again so what are we going to do about it well we have to find ways to give our our hormonal glands a break from reaction mode from overproduction from underproduction and that's really the key here I, I just really want people to understand First of all, you're not crazy. Secondly, there's nothing really wrong with you. You just have been beat up and your your nervous system has been overloaded for two years now, redlining, literally redlining for two years, and that has an impact on your hormonal balances. And to get on a path, you know, Preston was talking about the morning routine. Get with your physician, run your blood every three, four months and have a sit down. And, and you know, here's the thing. It's like, you don't necessarily want, if you're, let's say you're 50 and your doctor says, oh, your hormones are fine for your age. Don't worry about it. Basically what he or she is saying to you is expect a decline and your body's shutting down, your brain is shutting down and you're, you're, on, the slow, you're on the slow slide to death. Don't accept right, that. Right. Go to a different you know? doctor. Go to a different doctor. Thank you. Yeah, get a doctor that says, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you really should not be in this level of a shutdown. Let's, let's do something here. Let's look at your supplementation. Maybe you need some HRT, some hormone replacement therapy. Maybe you need to be lifting weights and building, you know, producing more testosterone. Whatever, you know, maybe you need to get off of all the, these plant-based meats so that you're not yeah, ingesting all these huge. chemicals. Right? Yeah, food's a yeah, big I mean, thing. Yeah. Huge. Like, I put all my CEOs on the straight and narrow. Seriously. Like, 
what are you eating? How much booze are you consuming? What's your sleep like? And <laughs> what's your activity level? Because if you're just sitting in front of your computer and you're staring at your screen all day, that dumbs down your brain function too. So self-care, I mean, it's just yeah, being aware. Yeah. Self-care, being aware, be away. aware. Self-care, be aware. There you go. Time to share. There you go. <laughs> we, sound, <laughs> we sound like we just jumped teams. Like we're, we're, we're batting for the other team all of a sudden. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, God, whoa, whoa. don't let's, say let's, that. No. Yeah. yeah, don't say that. Let's get back to where Please we... don't say that. Take action, America. Save America. Take action. All right, there we go. We're back to normal. We're back to normal. Well, um, and Deborah... just think of the strength of mind. The strength of mind when your hormones are balanced. Yeah, everything flows better. You can think more clearly. I mean, there's, it's... Uh, uh, it, it's something that we need to obviously spend a little bit more time on. And I know you're going to be doing uh, a show on it coming up. So then that, that'll, that'll be very helpful for the next time you come back. So um, do me a favor, give the website, plug your show, and then um, we'll schedule a longer, a longer conversation about this. For show. sure. Yeah. So the website is neimind.com. Got lots of great programs coming up. And um, my show runs Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific on StreamYard. It's a live stream. So just look for the Deborah Peters show. Tomorrow I have a physician. He's phenomenal. His name's Dr. Stephen Tenenbaum. He's a specialist in in hormone balancing and anti-aging, and the guy's just brilliant. I've known him for 12 years. So um, Mm. we're going to be unpacking how your hormones actually affect your ability to go after your goals, get along in your relationships it's, you know for you it's like okay i'm gonna fit into my jeans it's like well there is a bigger picture it's the rest of your life uh, yeah, are you able I to just... get out of bed in the morning and get after life that's the question and put your yeah. jeans on and look good doing it right yeah why not you can you can have it all you literally can have it all at yes. you've just been programmed and we've been told that you can't but that's a lie because everything that you've been told for decades is literally a lie remember it's opposite land we're going to george costanza everything and you watch how the world changes when all of a sudden you realize and you reposition your reality to, to determine that everything that you've based everything on is a lie you do the opposite we're george costanza it. deborah thank you so much have a great show tomorrow. Oh, you're welcome and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you before next month because we're gonna we're gonna do a longer segment. So um, thanks for Sounds coming good. on. I've friend. got a great guest for you. I'm gonna get you lined up with um, one of our commissioners, actually uh, board of supervisors here in Orange County, that's keeping it free, mask free, vax free. So oh um, yeah, and, and you guys are on too. And Orange County, Orange County was uh, big in in what year or two ago. So that uh, definitely anybody that can spread freedom that has some a set of huevos, like I said, a big set of Canucks, they're welcome on my show anytime. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> have a great week. All right, Thanks before I bring on my next guest, you're welcome. Uh, before I bring on my next guest, I just wanted to remind you, like I said in the beginning of the show, and I'm bringing this up because not only is she running for uh, the mayor of corruption county board of supervisors. She's also a PC. So, um, this is important. And this is not just because of it's Arizona, because it's going to come to, it's like a matter of, remember, it's like everything else I tell you, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when it's going to be coming to a state near you. Same thing. So in the beginning of the show, we talked about this emergency bill that, uh, the elected elite here in Arizona, our entire legislature said it was a great idea to basically eliminate the process for getting PCs and eliminate uh, the number of uh, PCs, meaning precinct committee man. So 
So I, uh, what I would love everybody to do is because this is now we can, we can now, uh, we, 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 we can even more so put pressure on these elected elite because they're scrambling right now. They're pointing fingers at each other. They're throwing each other under the bus. They're saying, well, so-and-so didn't put the markings or they didn't do this. It, it doesn't matter. Either you, you, you didn't read it or you thought it was a great idea. Either way, it's not a, it's not a good answer. Either answer is bad. Okay. Because I read it and I read a couple of, saw the different versions and um, I realized that that language was, that's just bad, right? You're going to say, normally like here in my precinct, I have seven, you're going to have one and you get some point, you get appointed. So then it's whomever the golden child of the elected elite rhinos is going to go ahead and put in that spot. And meanwhile, all the rest of seven of us are like, bye, sorry. Um, Parks closed, moose out front, should have told you. That's just, that's crazy. So, this is how we fight back against these guys. We've got to let them know that we mean business and we have not been good at unifying. We haven't been good at mobilizing. But the uh, campaign that we put together with Act for America, in which uh, Christine Reagan was on the show, episode 294. We did it last Monday. She was also on my show on uh, the TV show and uh, with um, U.S. candidate for Senate Jim Lehman. On Friday's show, you can get that at the, the Take Action menu, everythinghomeaboutus.com. You'll know, see that on there. And I would love everyone to join us in this campaign. It takes two minutes of your time, right? It's a two-minute email all of the Arizona legislatures with only one click. And we want them to defend and decertify the Arizona election of 2020. This is the resolution that was brought forward. It's actually the low-hanging fruit. And now they are going to pay attention because they know their asses are on the line for what they just did to all of us. And that includes, I mean, that is the voters, not just the precinct committee. And they took away your ability to choose and elect who you want representing you. They just said, oh, we're not going to, you don't need to, you don't need to do that. Uh, yeah. You can't just go ahead and make that. And of course, they made an emergency bill. Okay. Uh, uh, really? You, you know, there's nefarious in, intentions there. Just kind of wanted to do the warning shot to let you know who's in charge of the parties. And that was, that's not just Republican. That's Republican Democrat. So that's both sides saying, dudes, this is how it's going to go down. So again, go to azsavesamerica.us. That's azsavesamerica.us. It's two minutes it's going to take you. If you do this every day, tell your friends, join us, become one of our partners. Let's push it out there. And now we can let these guys know they can't get away with what they're doing because you can get their Twitter account. I put it on there. Their Facebook account is on there. You have their direct email address. You can email through the system. You can obviously go do the one-click campaign and you have their phone number. So that means you now have a resource that you can go contact them whenever they go sideways. We didn't expect what happened last Thursday to happen with the precinct committee man and the emergency bill. Uh, so now we need to be prepared because you know it's going to happen again. So let's do this together, defend and decertify the Arizona fraudulent election of 2020. And Gail is going to mention that too, because it, she was all over the audit. So my next guest is Gail Golick. She is an all-American entrepreneur, Christian conservative, citizen journalist, constitutionalist, and candidate for good old America, Corruption County Board of Supervisors. You know, the guys that uh, over the election in 2020 audience, big round of applause for Gail. Gail, my friend, how are you? I am well, Michelle. How are you today? Well, a great show so far. Appreciate everything that you do to um, just bring truth and uh, goodness and freedom to everybody. I, I uh, heard the, the last uh, woman guest share about her Maricopa County Board of Supervisor 
being all for uh, being vax free and uh, and uh, mask free, and that's one of the that was really the beginning of the journey of all of this for me. Anyway, I you know I was fighting against medical tyranny from the beginning, and uh, from from the mask mandates and uh, all of the vax, and I'm a pure blood and could continue to be that way. But um, <laughs> the, isn't that funny that we have to say that? It's like, did you ever see the movie True? You saw the TV show HBO True Blood. Right. That every time I hear someone yeah. say that, I just think of the vampire show, and I'm like, wow, I get it now. All right, me too. Yeah, True blood but, or uh, pure blood, whatever. Yeah, what, we are. Whatever people people can do whatever they want to do. That's fine. I, I wish they wouldn't because it, you know it's you know there's a nine page report on Pfizer uh, that just put out that the the uh, you know judge made and put out with just one adverse event after another, and they've had this for over a year. So it's it's really it's. It, it, it's well, they actually, gave, what they actually happened. gave the information of what – they created this in 2016, and they actually filed for the patent right. in 2018, and it was designed to do all the things that they're calling adverse events. Well, they're really not because they are actually intended no. consequences of what the vaccine okay. was designed to do because it's not a vaccine, it's a bioweapon. So it's almost like, uh, really? In, in October of 2020, when they brought out the some of the initial – and I don't, I don't want to get off topic here because I want to make sure we stick to – um, you're yeah. running for the, yeah. the corrupted the board, but in, in October right, 2020, when they brought out the information and they were telling you, here are all the things that are going to happen to you if you take this, and these are from the clinical studies, that was October of 2020, they already knew. They just basically took half of that so in certain slides out of the presentation when it actually went out to more of the quote-unquote public. But anyway, um, Mayor Corruption County. Yeah, so, Corruption County. Yeah, so that when, when, when President Trump... Um, one, but they didn't declare him as winning. Um, I, you know, I, I really kind of thought the medical tyranny would end. You know, there was all of these rumors. Oh well, he's just, you know, not going. He's allowing this to happen for political reasons. He needs the vote. So I was kind of hoping, okay, when he gets elected, it's going to end. But it didn't. It continued on, and got worse. Right. And so I started fighting uh, against, uh, well, against you know, this election fraud and um, worked, started working with Mike Lindell back in January of last year. And he shared with me right away all of the IP addresses and all of the flips and all of the counties. And I, I continued on and, you know, shared that information with Senator Sonny Borelli. And um, it, it just kind of started the whole audit process. Of course, I shared this with the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors who uh, dis- disagreed with me as well as the recorder that the machines were connected to the Internet. I do have an IT background. I used to set up local area networks for small to medium businesses. For 15 years, I um, was an uh, you know, entrepreneur who you know, did this and um, it had my own company. And so sold that off and, and got into marketing and was helping other businesses with their with their marketing needs. And now I'm a, a realtor. So, I, you know, I have got a, a strong entrepreneurial background. And just so people know that I'm not just an activist out there, I, I actually um, – Yeah, but even if you I, were, Gail, a lot that of that's okay. That's okay because the people no, that listen, are in but I office – but, no, well, but here's the, the thing. thing here's the that, thing. Listen. You, you know, it's really important that you know business, you know law, you know 
how to run because this is running a county. So I really need to I, people need to understand that running this county makes a difference. But it's really important to understand that um, that I know exactly what's going on with the election, with all of the stuff. I've been working directly with with Jovan Hutton Pulitzer, who has done a lot of the election um, paper analysis. And so he, and, and I've been reporting on this on my, my Rumble channel, so going back to the citizen journalist end of it, I've been on Rumble and, well, of course I was on YouTube, but deleted. Um, but so right now people can follow me on Rumble and Telegram and uh, Facebook and Twitter. Those are kind of the four major ones. But I'm putting things out there and exposing all of this, this fraud that happened and I want to get in on the inside and expose it even more as a Maricopa County Board of Supervisors and make sure that it gets changed and continue to be the voice of the people so that um, when when things like, for instance, uh, you know, there were 93,000 less images of ballots than there were ballots counted. Well, and then we had a book where they counted the ballots and Randy Pullen was the liaison at that point and he there were two binders showed the tabulation of those ballots and he took them off site and one has never been returned yeah and so you know I I'm going to continue to expose these people as as I'm in the Board of Supervisors meetings, and I want to continue to do that so that we can make sure that our elections are free and fair and that this medical tyranny ends. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors had those mask mandates, uh, and, and Steve Shukri, who I'm replacing, uh, he, he was in charge of the, the Restaurant Association. And, yeah, and how, and no problem shutting how, those guys down. Well, and then this is what I was going to say before, Gail. This is what I was going to say before. It, 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 it's great that you have the entrepreneurial experience, the business experience, and the tech. But what I think people are going to, that they are going to gravitate more so to is that you're honest and you're not one of the established. You're not one of these elected elite. You're not in this old boys network that caused these problems to begin with that we're still dealing with. You're one of the regular people who actually want to make a difference and have no problem telling the truth and they can trust you. And I think that is going to be the, the most important thing that people are going to gravitate to and that they need to know that you're opposite. Literally, like I was saying before, everything's opposite. So are you opposite of the people in there now? Yes. Perfect. Great. Sign me up. Where do I go? How do I support? Because you are opposite of what we have because what we have is obviously not working. And that, that's what I want to get out everyone to kind of understand Thank you. that that is the criteria. Thank That's you. the criteria opposite of what we have, because what we have obviously is not working. So um, I've got a bump though, Gail, but give the website so people can support you. They can get uh, and join the campaign because what we, what, again, it's mobilization people. If you, if you have some time, you want to be a virtual volunteer for Gail and push out the information because that's how we're going to make this work when we, the people actually mobilize together. That's how we're going to make this work. So give your website, Gail. Yeah, so it's Gail Golek, and it's G-O-L-E-C, um, not I-C. A lot of people think of the football player. So it's Gail, G-A-I-L, G-O-L-E-C.com. And 
Uh, you can sign my online petition. I have till March 11th to get signatures uh, online. So you can do that there. Or, of course, you can donate as well and or volunteer. So go to gailgolick.com. You can also check out my Truth Tellers Town Hall uh, on my website where uh, a lot of the locals here in Arizona talked about what they saw at the audit and when they poll workers and the canvassers. I'm going to continue to work for the people. And thank you, Michelle, for the opportunity. You're okay. welcome. We'll have you back. But go to that website and sign her petition. There's a huge area that she's representing, District 2 here in Merrick, Corruption County. So, and, and there's, there's, it's big. So, yeah, we need to get these signatures for her. So, thank you, Gail. And we'll talk to you uh, definitely very soon. Appreciate you. All right. Okay. Let's bring it home, girlfriend. Thank We're going to bring it home. We're bringing it home. We are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it, uh, when it, we're, we, oh my God, it's 107. Oh my God. I'm coming, Jeff. I'm coming, Jeff. All right. So this time from Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox, we've got three special guests. And first up is Jeff Brain. So let's cue the music, boys and girls. Cue the music. This is Everything Homes special segment. Messages that matter from people you need to know about. Heroes, do-gooders, and purpose-driven patriots. Offering tips, solutions, inspiration, and entertainment. They truly are good people doing good business and good things. Here's your host, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content. Enjoy the show. My first guest in the soapbox today is Mr. Jeff Brain. He's the founder and CEO of CloudHub. It's your one-stop platform to socialize, connect, network, and collaborate on meaningful civic, social, business, and political topics. It provides individuals and groups with a series of powerful tools to easily express themselves, connect, organize, share information, live stream, hold virtual interactive events, and to increase public participation and engagement of course, they believe in free speech, novel concept, no censorship. Here we, the people, audience, big round of applause. Here we go. For a pioneering, patriotic, people-connecting, country-loving, common-sense-cap-wearing, community-collaborating, First Amendment, freedom-fighting, censorship-free CEO. Jeff, I went over. I didn't even realize that the, uh, I looked at the time. I was like, oh, my God, I got I to gotta go get my buddy Jeff. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I am good. I am good. So I just want to let everybody know that I set up, and it was very easy to do. I set up my first Clout Hub event for Wednesday the 9th at 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and this is to answer questions and to kind of rally the troops for our defend and to certify Arizona 2020 election. All that information is listed at the very top of the take action menu, everything home about us.com. My very first event, it was very easy to set up. It literally took uh, like a couple, a couple of minutes. It was so simple. Um, so why don't you, why don't you mention that first and then we'll take it from there about what's going on with cloud. Because you guys always have new and exciting things that you're working on, but I figured since that was an incredible feature, I wanted to share about that first. Sure, yeah. Our events feature is different. You know, our whole platform is very different. We're, um, you know, really focused differently than most social media platforms. Um, and so if you're going to allow people to organize and address the issues they care about, you need to be able to give them the opportunity to have virtual meetings and events. So, you know, these our event feature is really sophisticated. It's kind of like Zoom meets Clubhouse, and you as the presenter on video and the audience 
is represented by their avatars, and they can actually raise their hand and ask you questions. And you can talk um, back with them, interact with them, and answer their questions. And it's, we can get actually 100,000 people into one of these virtual events. So, you know, when you're looking at moving forward as a society, you could have a community group that would normally meet in a local bank's community room, and not everyone can make it because they worked hard all day, they have children at home, but they can attend the meeting by, you know, through, through our system virtually and ask questions. You could even, in your meeting you hold on the 9th, put out handouts for your audience, you know, um, create breakout rooms where they can go into smaller meetings. Um, it's, it's really a very powerful tool, and it's, you know, really looking to the future. It's about allowing people to connect, bring people back together, allow them to address the issues. You know, apparently Facebook doesn't want that on their platform. They say they want groups, but the minute you create a group that they don't agree with, they take it down. We, we worked with Canadian truckers. They had 600,000 people in a group on Facebook, and boom, Facebook didn't like the topic, so they just deleted it. And we've seen that happen over and over again. Um, on CloudHub, you know, we have groups, allow people to organize, but now these groups can actually hold meetings virtually. And so we, we actually, uh, using that feature, are going to be having an exclusive UFC fight on the 19th in oh, Miami wow. that will be – virtual, you know, um, presented to our uh, features. And on the 17th, General Flynn is actually holding an open meeting for people to attend. And uh, that'll be 17th at 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. So he'll take so questions from people. This this UFC event, that's actually kind of a big deal because that means it's like a, it's a major company is coming in. They're actually doing an event where people, it's like a pay-per-view then. Is it similar to that? Is that how it's going to be set up? Yes, absolutely. It's pay-per-view. And, you know, in our events, and, you know, maybe you don't, it's not appropriate for your meeting, but you can actually put on events in there and charge people to come into the events. So it's like a venue, too. Like if you, if you were to arrange a debate between, you know, uh, Fauci and Robert Kennedy Jr., you could sell tickets to that. Not, that would be a UFC. Show up. The UFC. <laughs> that would be a bigger fight than the UFC. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. I'd pay extra for that one. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. But, uh, I'll, go, could, I'll go. I'll go jump in the ring. I'm fine with that. Charge. The guy's a little worm. He's a little elf. He's, oh, you take him down. That'd be easy. But I just wanted to. You, you I wanted gotta, to clarify that because I want people to start realizing that this tool is out there that can be used in many many capacities. And they can get away from the platforms that either hate them or, uh, again, it, as we've always told people and we, we constantly bring it up and I try to bring it up every, every show, you know, if you're fueling the beast and you're paying uh, for the products and services from these companies that literally are, are out there to destroy uh, people's freedoms and livelihoods and in this country, the more that you're buying and selling their, and buying and, and their products and services, all you're doing is giving them more money to do more nefarious things to you. So you can you now have a substitute that actually works and say, oh, well, I, you know, I need to make sure that somebody really big is using it for uh, their pay-per-view. Uh, UFC is pretty big. So I don't think the UFC is going to go and, and invest in something uh, when, uh, and try a different platform if they don't have the confidence that, um, that it would perform at their expectations. So, I mean, that, that's, that says a lot, Jeff. 
that um, that you're going to be able to do that event with them, and it's not just you know a meeting. I mean, it's a full on UFC fight. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, we, that's that puts put you guys um, on the map beyond belief. Well, thank you. We already think we're on the map, but that is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, you know, it's just like you get that extra stamp of approval where now you're just like, okay, now look, see, this is this is this is this is the new way to do it. So I want people. To, to start looking yeah. at that. So, don't, you know, get away from the Zooms. Get away from these other platforms, the Facebooks, these, these other groups, and, and use that. Um, what else do you got uh, brewing over there at the, at, at, uh, uh, in, the, in the world of the club, in the clout, in the clout yeah. hub of the club? The, the hub, huh? So, um, you know, we, we did help the Canadian truckers get organized. Uh, we're very proud of that uh, when GoFundMe took it down. Um, you know, took down their campaign. Uh, we got them set up on Give, Send, Go and promoted that, and, and we raised $9 million in five days for them. Oh of course, God. then the Canadian government um, froze those funds, uh, but the funds are still sitting there, and at some point that will be worked out, and hopefully the truckers will get those funds eventually. Um, out of that experience, though, CloudHub felt there still is a need for a crowdfunding platform that um, replaces GoFundMe. So we're actually going to be launching fundfreely.com powered by CloudHub, and that will allow you to do uh, fundraising for projects, you know, crowdsourcing, candidates. Um, it'll allow you to replace Patreon or Subscribestar, and it'll allow you to transfer money to friends. So it's really going to be a powerful um, platform uh, and we're excited to be bringing that out and that'll come out soon actually um, but that's fundfreely.com uh, powered by CloudHub so people can raise money and know it's secure and know that the money's going to get to where it's supposed to go you're not going to have GoFundMe decide they don't like the cause and, and not put the money that people honestly put up and donated to the recipient that's wrong. Um, other things that we're working on, um, working on business pages so that businesses can promote themselves. And on CloudHub business pages, uh, they will be set up like lead pages, lead generation pages. So if you are a business and you use our lead, you know, our business pages, you actually collect leads that come off of it, not us. Oh, wow. So um, if somebody gives you their name and email address, it actually goes to you. That's the way it should be, right? You're the business. Um, of course, Facebook would never let you do that on their business pages, but we, we feel that's, you know, ultimately, um, you know, we, we're reinventing social media to serve the members and serve society, um, not, not Silicon Valley execs. Yeah, I think that's that's key that people need to realize is, you know, they we we gravitate to save the Facebook because that's what we've known for years, but it actually isn't consumer friendly or it isn't to the advantage of the, the consumer using it. I mean, they're taking your information, they're making money off of it, and they're exploiting it, and they're censoring. So you might have, and we've talked about this before, Jeff. Like I've got almost five thousand friends. I can tell. I guarantee you that. Um, if I do a post, like five people see it. And then you, you, so you don't, I mean, you don't have control over that and you can't fix that. So it's a matter of 
where are you going to, where are you going to actually put, spend your time and then, uh, you know, encourage, encourage your existing people to kind of shift over with you to, to different platforms because you're going to be able to get better use out of it where people actually can communicate. And because that's the whole point, right? It's that, and, 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 you know, that's what you kind of need to do with your, in your own little circles or, and, and build that. I mean, Cloud Hub is a great opportunity to do that because it has so many other uh, interactive and, and connecting things, like even sharing the links or notifying people in your, that your, your friends or your followers so that you, they, you know, you have a, you could send out messaging where it goes all at once. You don't have to worry about uh, everything being kind of compartmentalized, compartmentalized. How do you say that word? Um, yeah. Because, Carp- yeah, you know what I mean? Because they're doing that on purpose. Yeah. They want you, they don't want you to have access to your own information. That's what the system's designed for. So it's, you know, you, you know, where are you going to spend your time? And it, it that's just, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of just re repositioning how you're going to be doing certain things. Um, and it's just, it's just getting out of that, that, that creature of habit yeah. that we were talking about earlier, because you, you've got to, you're going to yeah. have to make the changes because they're, they're they're hurting you and you don't even know it. You don't, and you probably yeah. don't realize it. And and for your for your audience out there, you know, there's been a lot of new platforms coming out. Um, most of them are really geared towards being alternatives to Twitter. Um, what CloudHub is trying to do is is be um, a more comprehensive platform in in the nature of Facebook, but certainly not not Facebook. Um, you know, everybody gets a channel so they can have their videos there. Everybody can create groups. You know, they can have discussions. They can do the meetings like we talked about. As you move forward, there'll be a civic hub, an education hub, a faith hub, entertainment hub, a health hub, sports hub, you know, business hub, finance hub, a marketplace, all the things that, you know, shape your life and, you know, determine the quality of your life and, and you know, build a better society. You know, CloudHub is not, not a perfect platform. You know, we're still young. We're still growing. We're still fixing things. But as we move forward, um, we're so much more than just a Twitter. I mean, we, we, I truly believe CloudHub will be the place that people will come, you know, for, um, to, to replace Facebook. It will be a more meaningful Facebook, um, one that actually serves the users Facebook, as you mentioned, is, you know, invading our privacy, censoring our voices, manipulating what we get to see. You know, it's an addiction mill, actually. It's designed intentionally to be an addiction mill to keep you coming back. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we put up with that, uh, but we no longer need, will need to put up with that. So over time, as we continue to build these additional features and people uh, come to CloudHub and see that, wow, you know, it's actually a very different experience if you put out a post and you have a thousand friends, a thousand friends are going to see it, you know, and, and that's, and that's very different it's experience. huge. It's huge. It's, it, and it makes all the difference in the world because we're streaming live on CloudHub and we've been uh, streaming live on CloudHub for quite some time now. And I can tell you that the amount of people that view it, whether it's live or on demand, when I was able to stream on Facebook, because we, we got kicked off of there, we're apparently against all their community standards, which it's the same content, same posts, same shows that go to LinkedIn and Twitter and um, Getter and uh, Rumble and CloudHub. So they all get the same information, but apparently Facebook is the one that has the biggest problem with it because they hate truth, they hate facts, they hate information, they hate anything that's like pro-country. 
So we're not allowed to do that. But when I was streaming to them, their numbers were low because they are shadow banning and censoring. But the amount of uh, viewership and engagements that I get on Clout Hub compared to originally when I was able to be on Facebook before they uh, banned all of my websites and domain names and links, um, yours is like 10 times as much. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I, was surpri- I was shocked at how, how many people are, are in the Clout Hub platform that are watching these shows compared to when it was Facebook before they really hated me. So it, it's a, it's, it yeah. shows you right there. It's just, and that's proof. That's not me making it up. You can go, you know, you can, people can look at the numbers and it, and it makes all the difference in the world. And where do you want to, where do you want to spend your time? Where is your audience? Um, and what's going to be most beneficial yeah. and healthy, right? Cause Facebook is just not healthy. We already right. know that. Um, but it's just great that there's yeah. all these other and, alternatives and you're doing a great job with expansion and, and making it so user friendly and easy. But I, I love the fact that you don't, you, you don't you, you you don't shadow ban. You don't you don't hide information and posts from people. It's like you would think that it was like a novel concept, but it's just refreshing. Yeah, and for your audience, you know, um, also there's the convenience. Um, you know, when I go shopping, I go to Home Depot where I can buy everything. I don't go to a lighting store anymore. I don't go to an electrical store. I don't go to a plumbing store, and with CloudHub, what our intention is and, and what we're doing is to give you everything in one platform so you don't have to manage 12 different places. You don't have to put your videos on YouTube you don't, or Rumble. You don't have to put your you know, group into Facebook, um, and you don't have to have your discussions on different platforms. You have it all in one platform, one login, you know, and it actually makes it really effective to grow your reach uh, a big part of, of where we go in the next few months is to monetize everything for you. Like for you, your channel, if you wish, you'll be able to have a second library that you might consider a premium library, that you have your um, premium members can access, right? Because after all, people need to be able to make money. And I believe the future is an online economy more and more. And so we're going to make it so that everything on CloudHub allows you and the users to be able to make money, um, even a marketplace where they can sell stuff, you know, so. No, and that's, that's great. That's what you want to be able to, to do and you want to have. And, I mean, make it easier that you can do things faster and you can get more out there and you can spend time engaging with the community rather than playing on all these different platforms yeah. and trying to figure things out. It's just, a, you know, there's only so many hours in the day. But it's all positive. These are all, uh, this is, you know, it's not somebody that's attacking you. It's not somebody that you wonder, right. well, okay, I'm going to post this. Am I going to get that? Am I going to get shut down? Am I going to get hate mail? Am I going to get, am I going to get, you know, that, that, the evil message from them? So you don't have to worry about that. I mean, it's not, you're not, you're not putting anything out there that's bad. It's just that everything that they, 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 they shut people down for, you know, that's because they don't want the, they don't want that information uh, out there. They don't like truth. They don't like any of that stuff. Um, Jeff, is there anything else that you wanted to share about the platform or what's coming or certain, certain, uh, certain, oh, your show. What about your show? Talk about your show. You have your own show on there. So we have the CloudHub show and, and we, you know, have guests come on. Um, we just had uh, Frank Mir and Tito Ortiz come on and that, that was fun. Great guys. 
Um, we were just at CPAC, actually, and they went to CPAC with us and made appearance there for us um, at CPAC. It was a great event for us. Um, but, yeah, no, you, you know, what you're talking about, which is the free speech, you know, and the censorship is, is really big right now. You know, we're starting to see, I mean, just even the last seven days, you see a lot of information coming out from Pfizer that supports what Peter McCullough and Robert Malone and other doctors we're saying and, and getting thrashed for for the last year, but now we're seeing that it's truth. And if you publish that on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter, your your account was taken down. And now we're finding out it's truth. And that's the that's the danger of having platforms decide what can be published or not published. I mean, I often say if if we were talking about the 70s and 80s, would they have shut down the people who are complaining about smoke? causing lung cancer, right? We would never mm-hmm. have heard about that, perhaps, you know, or, or would they have shut down Martin Luther King when he was trying to organize a, a bus strike, you know, because um, that's what they're doing today to us. They're deciding what we can hear and not hear, and it's very slippery slope, very dangerous. If we lose our First Amendment rights, then we're going to lose all the other rights. And so, uh, you know, CloudHub believes strongly in freedom. If there's nothing else, CloudHub is about freedom um, and supporting people to express themselves, um, organize, and influence the issues they care about. You can still have fun like you do on the other platforms, watch videos, you know, funny videos, interesting videos, um, chat with people. But when it's necessary, you can form a group to deal with an issue that's happening in your children's school or in your community, and not have to worry that you're going to get shut down. Yeah, you would think that that should be across the board, but it's not. You just, uh, you know, you got to pick and choose your battles, and we already know who the nefarious characters are, and we need to gravitate to the platforms like Clout Hub that supports people, that loves, that encourages free speech, that they're on uh, on the side for good. So um, and that's, that's how we... Uh, how you're going to be able to get your message out there. You're going to be able to build and create an, an amazing community um, because there's a lot, of, a lot of people wanting great content and good information and other good people, and they're all sitting there waiting. Uh, and the other thing, too, keep in mind, you can have, you're going to get a channel, so you can stream. You, whether you go live or you upload videos, you can do all that fun stuff. And, again, I'm, I'm really impressed with the activity of the people that are watching the shows that are on there. Um, and that's just that's organic. That isn't just because they have a huge following because I haven't really put enough time into developing it. Um, so that is just that's just the regular CloudHub people that are searching for information. So they're there. The people are there. I think what how many you got a couple million, right? Maybe two million, three million, somebody, somebody have, like that, or no, even we, more. We have over 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 four million now. Oh wow! And uh, and growing. We actually expect to be uh, ten million by fall. Um, we're growing really nicely now, and the uh, word's getting out, and people are coming, and uh, so yeah. And then you don't you don't you don't need a lot of information. You're, you, you, so when people go to Cloud Hub, what do you want to go to? Is it CloudHub.com is the best way to go there to sign up for an account? Yes, CloudHub.com, and and we do have an Apple app, an Android app, and then you can always go on uh, desktop, you know, web browser. And, uh, you know, the thing that I hear the most from people who are using the platform 
is they say they see information on Cloud Hub they don't see anywhere else. And that's something I'm really pleased with. And I do think that's the case. I think you know you have the doctors on Cloud Hub um, actively engaged in spreading what they believe to be the other side of the discussion. Um, actually, John Solomon, the reporter John Solomon is going to be bringing all his content to Cloud Hub um, and uh, moving it off of some other places. So, yeah, and he got kicked off of Twitter, and um, I'm surprised they la he lasted that long. So I'm glad that he is finding a new home with you. That's awesome. Oh, see, see, people, that's where that's, this is where all the cool kids are going. They're all on Cloud Hub. So uh, that's get right. yourself over there. Get yourself over there. It'll be definitely worth your time. I'm uh, I'm very impressed with um, all the the activity and the the progress and, and just the just how you guys have really developed the app over the the past almost year that uh, you and I have been communicating and you've been coming on the show. So I just uh, I'm excited to really dive deep into it with the new social media people that are going to be taking over the accounts here in the next week. So I'm excited to really be active in it. So that's good. That is good. Um, all right, Jeff, I know you got to go. Yeah, You're always. busy. You, you got a lot going on. So if there's anything else you got to share, you know, you could just uh, throw it out there at me, would you? Well, Michelle, I just want to thank you for having me on your show today. And in the past, you, you're great. We're really proud to have you on CloudHub. You do great work. And we're really um, you know, proud of you getting the messages out there, not only, of course, about CloudHub, but all the other topics that you cover. So congratulations on the great work that you do, and, and keep it up. Patriots like well, you are what's making the difference. I, I do believe we're winning the narrative. I think the other side is is you know imploding, and I would encourage everybody that's listening to just stay hopeful, and uh, keep listening to Michelle and others, and we will win. Yeah, we're getting there. We just need it. It's literally this is the time for everybody to stand up, show up, speak up, and take that's action. Right. So thank you for saying that, Jeff. And then uh, you know you can uh, you can have me on your show anytime you want. I will definitely I will definitely love that. And then uh, I'll give you a call okay. later today because I know that I, I had asked you to help help me do some of this promotion. I want to get this word out about our decertify Arizona movement. And you uh, you guys said that you would help a little. So I'm going to put you on the spot right now, and I will give you a call later because I'm way behind in contacting you like I said I would. So thank you so much for your support right. and everything that you're doing. But you're you're one of the good guys, Jeff. I'm glad that we got a chance to meet. It was almost a year ago. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. No. Look how far we've come, baby. Look how far we've like the you know the Virginia right. Slims. Right. <laughs> Look how far we've come, baby. All right. Thank you, my friend. I'll give you a call after the show. Thank you, Michelle. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Oh, what a good guy. What a good platform. Clouthub.com. Everyone, go check it out. Get your account signed up. Get your channel and start engaging on a platform that actually wants you. That uh, wants to uh, help grow your business, grow your message, and uh, grow your your community and the events, the events uh, option is something definitely you need to check out. That's, it's pretty amazing. Um, all right. So let me bring on my next guest. This guy's kind of a big deal, kind of a big deal. His name is, uh, you, well, he doesn't need an intro, but I'm going to give him one. It's Will Johnson. I'm sure you know exactly who he is. He's the founder of Unite America First. He was a Democrat his entire life until he moved to the formerly great state of California, where he saw what happens to a state under Democratic leadership. Welcome to the club, Will. He now works to inform Americans of the evil, lawless, and divisive ways of the Democrat Party. 
and that they're nefarious characters. The monarch is more like it. And he strives to unite the country based on our equal desire to protect our families, love of our country, respect for American values, and having a prosperous country for generations to come. That's something we just used to call normal, everybody. When did it all change? When did, when did it transform is when more like it. Will is one of the black influencers brought together by Turning Point USA, and he has worked as a reporter for Real America's Voice, the American Truth Project, and you can watch his show, Let's Talk About It, Politics, Religion, and Common Sense, Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Central Time on many social media platforms listed on his website, which that is uh, a great page. It has everything listed. I was like, wow, this is the first time I've seen somebody do it the right way. United First or United, UniteAmericaFirst.com, UniteAmericaFirst.com. He's also the co-host of The Now on CTA, Conservative Television of America, and our show is over there too. So I was like, I definitely need to get this guy on because um, I show them the same place as his platform. We've got to be friends. So uh, audience, a big round of applause. For a patriotic, freedom-fighting, country-loving, people-uniting, political-opining, truth-bombing podcast hosting America First MAGA Media Master. <laughs> Will, welcome to Everything Home. How are you? Hello, Michelle. Thank you for that great introduction. Man, oh, you're do, welcome. do you mind if I use that later on? It's yours. I gift it to all of my my guests, which I encourage them to be my partner, my friend, my lifetime buddy, and come back on the show. So yes, no, that is that is yours. That is yours, and you, you absolutely you awesome. Re- Thank you so require much. Require that. Put it in your rider when you go on to shows, and say this is and this is in my contract. You need to go ahead and repeat this. Otherwise, I, I will not come on. Yes. Yeah, that's what you got to do. We got to okay, control control the message. Control the message. So. Um, how are you today? There's a lot going on, huh? It's like, wow. Yeah, you know, there's a, absolutely a lot going on. I, Facebook, or I'm sorry, fascist book, just yeah. deemed me for a meme, you know, meme, oh. a, a, opinion. Just deemed me, it's a, it was a meme that I created. I actually, I went to the gas pump, and I took a picture of the gas, and the gas, I'm in the state of Texas, and the gas is $4 a gallon or more, depending on where you go. Well, I took a picture of it and I posted it on on fascist book, and I, and I asked others to share their gas prices where they are located because of what's happening and what personally what we all know the truth what Biden has done to this nation. Well, the the fake fact checkers dinged me through fascist book and said that I'm putting out misleading information or I'm leaving out content misleading oh, wow. people <laughs> because you but you, so you did the, i saw it on your i saw it on your facebook it's like you did the graphic where the joe biden is like well sometimes they feel like i you know the one that sticker you see sometimes at the actual gas pump that's yeah. like i did this right and um yeah which is really funny i love when people stick those things my other favorite thing when i see like you'll see people take a picture like they'll go to a hobby lobby and they'll rearrange the letters like the wood letters that says trump one and then they leave the store <laughs> So the meme, you didn't really have anything written, like you didn't give factual information about what the the tea was or the cost of tea in China or the you know the the, the information for um, what the actual gas was broken down by state. You just said, hey, post what your gas price is, right? Well, basically, there, and I actually no did fact. find a little sticker. No, yeah. it, it was it was it was it was a meme. Memes are meant to be opinionated. 
joking, you know, just whatever it is. It doesn't have to be factual. It's just the meme. And the thing is, I took a so I, I completely I took a picture of the gas pump, and then I found the picture where Joe Biden's points, and I did this, and I just in Photoshop, I just put it on there, and said I did this, and it's just a meme, right? And then I asked other people to post their prices, and when they came back and said this is not factual, I mean it's you know it's ridiculous. No one on the left has a sense of humor any longer. They can't they well, can't tell the difference between fiction and nonfiction any longer. Well, I just think I think that example you just gave is an indication that they're going to take yet another layer of censorship that's going to be there because they just don't even want you communicating about that, right? So it's just another topic. No, they don't. So it's it's right. but it's it's that that's extreme to me. Like I can understand since they've been so uh, Nazi about the non-vaccine bioweapon, if you did something like that, then I'd be like, okay, well, they've been, they've been trying to shut that down for two years. But this, this is, a, this is yet another one. Oh, wow. Okay. So you guys are, you're tightening, you're tightening the, uh, I don't know what word you want to use, but anyway, they're, they're taking it to the next level. So that's just, it's not good for any no, of us, but it's, just, it's an indication it's that total Marxism. more is coming. More is coming. Yes. Yeah, it's total Marxism. I mean, so, for example, like all of the information that we're getting from Ukraine and now fascist book and along with TikTok, they're censoring people in Russia from even having a voice. What, shouldn't, it, shouldn't it be your decision? Shouldn't it be my decision to say that I, who I want to believe or not believe? Why do they get – why do they are the ones who get to say what we can and can't believe or what we should and shouldn't be able to think? Who put them, who gave them the authority over my own mind? But they'll censor you, they'll ban you, they'll block you if you don't think the way they want you to think. So they put out the, the thought process, and if you don't go along with that thought process, then you're fake news or you're putting out fraudulent information. And you know the big three that they have right now, disinformation, misinformation, and misleading. That's the big three that they're constantly using. All of the social media, socialist media outlets are using it, along with, uh, the mainstream media, the Communist News Network, MSDNC, ABC, CBS, the whole Alphabet Network soup group, they're all using it. And we're supposed to believe what they're telling us is the truth. And it's not, and that's not the case. Yeah, if anything, they, uh, what the past two years have shown us is that everything that comes out of their, their mouths, their propaganda is lies. So now all of a sudden you're going to believe them when they're all jumping on the pro-Ukraine bandwagon. If that's just that kind of a red flag to use this question, kind of that, you know, like when they all say, right. okay, Ukraine mm-hmm. and solidarity, and then you've got the, uh, the puppets of our, of, of our Congress all wearing the colors and the flower, and then they have the pin, like how fast, like how fast did what did it take them to get a pin made that they're all wearing the damn pin where it's half American flag or and half the Ukraine. I'm like, oh, isn't that kind of like desecrating our own flag when they actually took the real flag and cut it in half and then stuck it the is. Ukraine thing on it. I was oh, like, yes, wow, you yes. can't even have it touch the ground and you guys just cut it in half. Like, whoa, when, when is that okay to do? Like, <laughs> wait a second. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Have members just, of Congress holding it, taking a photo op. Yeah. That's <laughs> so the first thing I thought of. I'm like, wow, you guys just cut that in half. Wow, whoa. I mean, I have, I have two flags that got, you know, part of them got ripped because they're outside, 
And I'm like, I don't know what to do with it. So I took, this is over the years. So I've got two or three of them that are in, that are in the house that are folded up that are in a drawer because you can't throw it out. Right. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine. Do you bury it in the ground? You ground when you do this. So, I mean, I have old flags sitting here because I don't know what to do with them because I know that there's a process and these guys have no problem cutting it, uh, cutting it in half for a photo op. And, and we want to listen to those people. Right. Right. Let's right. put things in exactly. a perspective. Right. And you want to be my latex salesman? I don't think so. Like we, we American people got to kind of get, get, a, get a hold of things and wake up and, um, you know, uh, take, take control, take some things back. I mean, you're doing that with your show and your platform is that you're, um, you're knocking some common sense into people, right? You're giving them the information, but you're also, your big thing is unifying, right? I mean, it's all unity, unity, but in a good way. Yeah. I mean, so when I first started off doing the videos and just doing, you know, trying to reach people, I got frustrated because I wasn't hearing what I was seeing. And, you know, the mainstream media, they've been selling us for how many years now? And then when President Trump came along, he just opened it up, the whole can of worms where it just confirmed what we all were seeing happening. So I just started speaking out and trying to reach people to say, hey, look, what's going on? You're, we are being fooled. And me being who I am, a lot of people really dislike the fact that I speak out, I support President Trump, I support America, I love my freedom, and I, and I tell people, you know, that flag that's flying around that they keep wanting to step on burn, that's the flag that actually freed black people. That is the flag that was flying for, for the, the rest of the world to see and, and recognize that that's freedom. It means freedom. But they have it in their mind that they have to destroy that flag. You know, let me give you another example. And I don't know if you, I'm pretty sure you've already talked about this on The View. They had this, uh, had this person on there, this gentleman, and he says that the Constitution is trash. Oh, now, that's nice. Yeah, so this is here recently. I just did a video on it last night. And it's like 120,000 views. But anyways, there's a, they, they, there's a lot of black people when they're attacking me about the U.S. Constitution, and they always refer to the three-fifths of a three man's clause in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the three-fifths. And, and a lot of people still don't understand what that means. And see, the left, just like everything else, they've taken it and they've twisted it so they can control people, specifically black people. Well, what mm-hmm. that actually means is that if you have a Democrat slave, a white Democrat slave master during that time, and he had that white Democrat slave master had 100 slaves, the Democrats wanted to take each and every one of those slaves and count them as a vote towards slavery. So when things came up in bills and mm-hmm. legislation that they wanted to pass, they would say each one of these votes count as a vote. Well, the Republicans said no, because you're treating them like property, and you're, and you're going to tell them how they're going to vote. And the Republicans said no, but what we will allow you to do, we'll let you, allow you to do three-fifths. Well, ever since then, the Democrats have spun it and said, see, the Republicans saying that you're only three-fifths of a man. Because the Republicans uh. did what they did and prevented the Democrats from allowing them to vote in slavery and everything else demonic that would go against the United States of America and even humanity. But so many people don't even realize it. And the Democrats most definitely, you know what, I'm going to take it back. The, def- the Democrats know what it means, but they right. keep spinning it to get people to believe 
that it's the Republicans that are racist, and it's actually them that, that are the racist ones. I had no idea that was the meaning behind it. Because I, I'm going to, yeah. you know, full disclosure here, I don't remember the last time I read the entire Constitution. There have been pieces that I've, you know, gone through just because you're doing the show and you're talking about things, but I haven't read through the whole thing, which I need to. Maybe everybody else should. I'm sure people got pocket constitutions. They've been getting them in the mail for free for something or other or whatever, or picked it up at right, an event. Right. Might want to pick that up today, guys, and, and just kind of knock it out. I don't, because the, the one I have is really thin. So can't, uh, it won't take that long. You turn off the television, and I think you can go ahead and knock that sucker out today, maybe, or even tomorrow, put it on your to-do list. Um, I had no idea. But, you know, that's what they, the, the left loves to do, that they love to manipulate language. They love to change the definitions of word. I was saying that the other day. I was, I, mean, I, could, I used the Google, right? I used the Google to look up a definition of a word because I was like, I'm listening to these people. And it started a couple of years ago where I'm listening to somebody talk. And they're using all these words I've never heard before or had no idea what they meant. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. I've never had somebody on, on a show that wasn't like something really like intellectual. I mean, this is just a normal show where they're talking. And I'm like, I have no idea what the person just said. So I'm looking up these words and I said, they, they're changing the meaning of words so quickly now that literally while it's happening live while you're on the Google, right? So you could be in Wikipedia and then all of a sudden it's changing and you're like, wow, they just changed the definition again right in front of me. You're just unbelievable these guys are so fast <laughs> right because you just wow that is unbelievable they do it. because you know a man is a woman is a woman is a man is a, is a thing is a whatever the him a shirt a thing a da is he I, you know yeah. what i mean i'm like i got flashcards i gotta write this stuff out because i'm so confused i don't understand yeah, yeah i didn't know about these yeah, i didn't know about the three-fifths that's the yeah, real yeah. story well, you know Huh. Yeah, if I can add to it, there's a, yeah. just like you said, you know, they're changing the words and everything. And now all oh, of a sudden God. we have what, 58 different genders or 72, 76, whatever it is, different genders. Right. So confusing. But you notice one thing, one thing that they have all of these genders, but then they reject the actual two. If you go look right. at the list of genders right. that they put out there, <laughs> I'm That's saying, so it's so bizarre. <laughs> They're so bizarre, but they reject the actual two, but they have all these other ones that they make up. Oh, yeah. And they're like, well, but, but I'm, a, I'm a woman. No, that's not cool. And then you're like, but I'm a man. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. You have to go from one no, of the, no, these no, other 58 new ones. Might offend you got to pick a new one. You can't say that, that because it might offend somebody. <laughs> but you can make up all these others. <laughs> yeah, you can make it up. You can you can identify as a raccoon. Totally cool. Just don't say I am I am a woman or I am a man or I'm a woman who likes men. Don't say that. You can't say that. You exactly. Can't say that. Like you can't do that. Unbelievable. But you know what? It doesn't. It, that part is just Jim. That that has kind of got the the wheels have come off that bus. Meaning it's just gets crazier and crazier. And it, you would think that you know. Um, I guess it's because the people that are that are pushing the narrative, whether they believe it or not, or they're being told that they need to believe it. I mean, some of them, you just go, you, you guys can't be buying into this. So you must be just following orders because that's what your job description is. So, you know, so be it. Right. But I think there are some of them that really just they, they're they're really believers, like they're really into all of this, just bizarre conversations about stuff because you're like, wow, somebody needs to, if you got this kind of free time, you can go volunteer. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Good, right? Because it, it just makes you just go, this is crazy. But um, do you think, I mean, you said you just got some backlash from you know, this video that you put out about the 
the three-fifths in the Constitution. Are people in general uh, that are uh, that are buying into this, are they coming around or are they just getting deeper into it? What do you think? I think we're in a stage of our society that people are going to be – there's two There's two type of people, in my, my opinion. There's people that's going to be stuck in their way. Even when you show them the truth, they're not going to look at anything. I mean, you can show them the truth. You can tell them the truth. But they're going to believe the lie, and then they'll even regurgitate the lie because the lie feels good to them. But then there's other people that, you know, really haven't been paying attention to politics and everything else, and every now and then they hear the lie and they just go, oh, okay, and then they'll just move on. They don't pay no, that much attention to it. And then the truth will present itself, and then they'll go step, step back and say, oh, wait a minute, that's not what I used to believe, or that's not what I was told. So that's the way I see it. Now, the people that you can't change, uh, you, it's, just, it's not going to change them. You can argue with them until the sun goes burns out, and they're never going to change your mind. But there are a lot of people that have sent me messages, specifically black people and even Asian and even some white people send me messages saying, well, I never even thought about it that way until you presented it that way. And now I'm starting to see different things because, you know, talking to you, once you get that red pill and you swallow that red pill, it's not coming back up. No, it's, it's already no. a done deal. And, yeah. and, and this stuff will just start presenting itself left and right. And the only way, the only way you don't, you know, the red pill doesn't have any effect if you're someone like Liz Cheney, you know, Kissinger, Mitt Romney, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, you know, the, the, the red pill for them it's, it's kind of purple. They, they, you know, they keep injecting purple stuff into them because they don't want to go and be strong Republicans. They no. hate the MAGA Republican. Oh, it's beneath them. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're exactly. worse than rhinos because they're so set in their ways. They're so arrogant. And they just, you know, they're uniparty people. They, they love exactly the way it's been for decades that they don't want it to change. They hate you. They hate me. They hate somebody who actually has a little dirt underneath their fingernails because that's what they did for work. You know what I mean? They don't like, they don't like anything that upsets their apple cart of uh, pure elitism and tyranny. So, yeah, but that's a lot of, that's a lot of Republicans and, you know, we can go, we can go give a whole laundry list of them. I think there's a lot more that, especially the ones that anybody that's not loud to me is in that camp. Because that means you then you don't have a spine because you're at the, because of what has gone on literally for the past two years. I mean, who really stood up for any of us in, during all of this lockdown and this tyranny and this uh, lack of freedom of everything and all of our constitutional rights? There was really there was hardly any loud voices. Yet we still let them stay in office or reelect them, and that's kind of something that we all need to maybe uh, kind of reevaluate here. Will, what do you think about that? That we need to clean house on some wishy-washy ones or ones that Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. they're, you know, he's a good guy. Yeah. But did he stand up for you when they were shutting down your business? Didn't hear a peep out of him. So bye-bye. No, no, no. You didn't hear anything from him. And, you know, they went right along with the whole tyranny of the left, you know, and that's the reason why a lot of parents right now today for example, great example, Virginia, blue state turned red state because the Democrats have just taken it too far, and the Republicans 
Now, the Republicans of Virginia, they started coming out and they started speaking out about what the Democrats were doing, and the Democrats didn't like it. So now, just like today, they're trying to flip it and try to say even CRT is not even real. But the Republicans should be doing that all across the country. And some Republicans don't even say anything. They get quiet. One prime example, Dan Crenshaw. Dan, oh. Dan Crenshaw is a prime example of that. He's another that one. He come out and act like he's hitting strong, and he's a strong Republican, and then they'll come to find out. If you, I don't know if you noticed it, but the picture with that photo op that they did with Ukraine, the United States of America flag, where they just, you know, butcher, butchered it. Uh, yeah. He's at the he's he's up in the middle at the top. Dan Crenshaw is right there, right there. Oh, I know that's that's it jumped out at me too. And you see the two guys in the corner. Did you check those guys out on either side? The two ones that are looking away. And I was like, what's going on? What what does this mean? Because you know, everything means something, right? Did you did you see those two characters? No, I'm gonna have to go back and picture. look at it. Go look at that picture. Yeah. And then somebody sent me something and then it actually means something, which I didn't put two and two together. I just thought I was looking for, I was looking for any other rhinos that were in the photo. Right. Cause I'm like, where are all the rhinos just, yeah, I'm no <laughs> right. for the rhinos? But uh, yeah, right. look at the picture on that top, on the, towards the top on the edges, you'll see the two guys looking away and then you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. I most definitely yeah. will take a look at it. Yeah. But yeah, he was right there dead center, loving it, loving every minute of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, he, he now, so I'm actually good friends with Marjorie Taylor Greene. I've known her before she even ran for political office. And I remember a lot of people were upset with me because her and Dan Crenshaw were going back and forth at it. And Dan Crenshaw, to me, is a weak male. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he, she, she's a lot stronger than he is. He's a weak male. I don't have anything nice to say about Dan Dan Crenshaw, so I'm not going to say too much about him other than he's a weak male. But he should have been standing up for the American people. And I I don't understand how these these people constantly get reelected over and over and over again. Maybe they're slipping somebody some money under the table. I have no idea. But something crooked is going on. Well, some of it's machines, right? We all see it. Some of it, some of the machines. I mean, just look at the corruption that we had here in Arizona. I mean, it, it's just mind blowing the amount of, of real corruption that was not only, I mean, old school corruption where you know you have dead people voting, and then you have you know ballot stuffing and 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 all that, and then you have the layers of uh, obviously what we saw in 2020, unlike anything else with with machines and phantom voters and stuff, but just old school traditional. Uh, cheating is is just enough to keep some of these people in because if there's nobody watching and there's no one paying attention because you you know this right how many people that you've talked to that have finally decided to step into the mix to engage because we didn't think we thought everybody that was in elected positions or, or in all these different layers even poll watchers stuff we thought that they did their job we had no idea that they weren't we had no idea that they were doing they were doing, there was so much nefarious activities going on because they thought that's what they did for, that's, that's their job or that's what they volunteered for. We thought that they would do that. We didn't realize how bad it was, but it's been going on the whole time. Yeah. We just decided to show up and pay attention for once and go, oh, my God. It's almost like you want to have a conversation with somebody and saying, hey, so how long you guys did you guys just do this this year? Oh, no, no. We've been doing this since the 60s, guys. You just decided to figure this it out. This is the way it's supposed to right? be. Right? Yeah, this is the this way, is the way it's done. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, he's, like, he's got a know, box the corruption, of... <laughs> the corruption... Yeah, I, I was going to say, the corruption reminds me of Ukraine. Hello. Right? The corruption right? is so bad. This is just the way things are. So, but hey, Michelle, I'm going to have to bring you on sometime with me and the fellas, you know, on, since oh, we're both on uh, CTA. And uh, we most definitely need to have the conversation, you know, because the CTA, we can have freedom of speech. We can say what we want to say. But, you know, on fascist book and Twitter and YouTube, all of these socialist media outlets, they're, oh, my goodness. Um, there's so much. So, I'm so how do you keep run. your mouth shut? You so how do you much. do that? How do you do that when you go you on? Know, when you're... I, 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 I just tell people instead of saying, scripture? you know, vaccine, I, I tell people, say, don't, I'm, I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. There it is. I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid. So, well, hey, I want to thank, thank you so much for having me on. Oh, you're the best. I look forward to joining you and the boys. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. I'll behave myself. Don't worry. You just yeah. tell me, you just tell me what, uh, <laughs> how no, far we, I can push our show, is, our show is freedom of speech. So you can say oh. what you want to say. Oh, awesome. I love it. I love it. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on. You're uh, you're a good guy. I love the dreads and, um, yeah, let's uh, let's let's stay connected. And I'm going to be I'll be pushing your post out and supporting you guys as much as I can. And uh, you definitely would love to have you come back on. And, uh, let's make some let's let's take some action and get everybody uh, get everybody pointed in the right direction. We we have some issues here in Arizona. Yeah, we definitely need to, uh, need to wake some people up here and get it, get them on board. Get them on board. We've got the, we've got some major legislature issues. We got uh, uh, we've got the entire legislature basically wiped out the precinct committee men here in the state of Arizona. They thought that was a really great idea under an emergency bill last week. So mm. yeah, yeah, mm. Mm. interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, it's with it. Uh, so the people, uh, the voters need to need to realize that uh, things like that will be coming to your state soon because that's part of the uh, the when we're talking to Uniparty. The um, establishment wanted to let you yeah, know who like, was in charge, not you little people. Yep. We still got under control, so we'll just get rid of all of you, which is what they just did. Crazy, huh? It's yep. real. Real. Absolutely. No more elections. Well, hey. Elections be gone. All right. Yep. I'll let you go, my friend. Thank you so much for right. coming on. You're the best. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. What a good guy. What a good guy. Will Johnson, everybody. And um, again, he's the founder of Unite America First, and he also hosts two shows, the... Um, uh, let's talk about it, and that's in then the now him and the boys over at the now on conservative television of America, and you'll be able to catch those if you go to his website, which is uniteamericafirst.com. You will have all of the links on there for all the social media platforms and all the video platforms that's on demand and live. So go check that out. So what we're doing, what we're doing is we're bringing on all of the movers, the shakers, and the candlestick makers. You notice it's, we were doing, um, we were doing a lot. I did a lot of the stuff about the COVID when it was important, right? And I've got always, we're always giving you uh, take action items and tips and resources to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference, especially in your communities. But what the real, the real push that we're going to be focusing on is bringing in not only influencers and people that have shows, but real action takers, because we want to make sure we don't we don't want to be just another show that is just more talk about sensing. I want it to be something really tangible that you can, you can, you can walk away with after listening to the show, but something feasible, something easy, something tangible 
a take action item, whether it's your business life, business or your, your personal life or your community where it's going to make a difference. You know, like our whole defend and to certify Arizona 2020 election. And then obviously what I was just talking about, which happened last week when the Arizona legislature said, oh, we don't, you don't need any, any elections, you little precinct committee man. We're just going to eliminate that and we will appoint our golden child of the establishment as to who is going to be representing the people. So what, that, literally that's just what happened. So um, we want to make sure that you have really specific items that are going to make a difference, like change your life, change your business, change your community, because there's a lot of stuff coming at us. And if we could just focus on some small, low-hanging fruit, and we mobilize and we motivate, right? We're going to motivate the masses to get off their asses, and we mobilize everybody. We can do it, because if they just did what they did here in Arizona, they're going to do things like that in your state. So you need to mobilize. That way, when there is something that happens, then now we have the call to action, and we say, you know, you sound the alarm, and then boom, here's what just happened, and here's what we're going to do to counteract it, because they just through us for a uh, this out of left field is what happened last week. Um, nobody saw it coming. No one knew. And then, of course, right now they're trying to scurry around. But I don't think it's going to be unwound as easily as they think. Anyway, it's 203. I'm going to bring on Terry. But I do want to play uh, one of the favorite sound bites very quick uh, because I think it's relevant. And I've said I wanted to play this every episode because this is what this is the world you live in, and you need to realize it. Again, you need to reposition your reality. Everything you've been told, everything you thought, it's been propaganda, and it's opposite of the truth. So, and then once you know that, accept that, you could say, fine, okay, I get it. Now move on. Now move on. What are we going to do to fix what I can fix, take action on what I can take action? So take a listen to this. I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. <laughs> I love that. Love that man. Got a chance to meet him. Uh, yeah, Century City before they shut down the office there back in the 90s. All righty, my next guest is Terry Gilberg. She is a news broadcasting professional, has worked as a talk host, producer, journalist, and anchor for over 30 years. She has experience in all mediums of broadcasting, including film, television, radio for the past 20 years she's been nationally syndicated news talk radio host conservative commentator and a leading lady on the lineups of the major radio networks in phoenix news talk 1010 clear channels 550 kfyi and salem media groups 960 the patriot hosting the terry gilbert show tnt terry's news takers and terry's take on the topics she headed out to washington dc you know, the Demon Center to produce and host the nationally syndicated Think America, Reason First, Then Converse on the Radio America Network and was heard in 57 markets. Like, this is a big deal. Like, syndication, multiple markets, every single one of her shows. Think America was a lively town hall style program full of thought-provoking conversations that engaged everyday Americans on every Day matters. Currently, she's back on television as the senior producer and host of Timeline with Terry on Conservative Television of America. We just had Will on. He's on there, too. Our show's on there, too. So I'm seeing, like, I'm bringing all these great, amazing people on because you need to know about these shows. These are the people, the messages that matter from the people that you need to know about. We're putting them all in one place, showcasing them onto this show and this platform. This smart lady has successfully played in an old boys network her entire career, and she's always come out 
on top. Audience, a big round of applause for a conservative commentating, freedom fighting, country loving, political opine, and talk show hosting, radio ruling, content creating, thought provoking, legendary leading lady of broadcasting. Terry, how are you today, my friend? Even I can't follow that, Michelle. <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? I am good. You deserve it. I mean, once you pull back uh, and you look at that resume, and then especially us in Phoenix, I mean, we've seen your name for years, and uh, you just go, wow. And again, I emphasize the Old Boys Network because talk radio is let it bump. It is even now, right? Not not. A, Back then, it was even more, right? Now, it's, it's obviously it's still as strong as ever for that. And you played in that sandbox. You were at the top yes. when it came to that. Yes, and that did, is you know, and, unbelievable. And, and, and thank you. And, Michelle, people ask me, how do you break into talk radio as a woman? And um, I really am a little befuddled as to what the right answer is. I was selected to move into talk radio as a radio anchor and TV anchor about the time of 9-11, very around that time. And uh, part of it was if you have a gifted gab, you got the chops. If you have knowledge of circumstances, and that's current events and history and politics and what it takes to put together a news show with those elements. In other words, a nose for news. So my reporting and anchoring background came into play Um, and whether or not I could kind of carry the day with inquiring kinds of messaging. In other words, can I present to an audience the, first of all, the vexing issues and also asking appropriate questions on them? Because about the time of 9-11, many, many Americans were their heads were spinning with what was happening to the country. How did we get this way? What was our foreign policy? Who was in charge at the time? What is the buildup, et cetera, et cetera. So because I had a curious mind, always have, I managed to sort of make it through one of the interview formats. And because, in fact, men dominated the field, one general manager said, you're in and carry the day. And it was a daytime program from 12 until 3, and my resources were really good to put on very insightful Catholic priests, uh, Protestant uh, pastors, rabbis, imams, um, and anybody with a theological background to talk about political Islam, it being Mm -hmm. a militaristic um, look at the world and what and, and going down that that trail, as well as a religious spiritual look at the world. And you called to action. Well, if that wasn't a call to action for those 19 hijackers to take down the World Trade Center, possibly the White House um, and the Pentagon, I don't know what was. So there was kind of a combination of things. But to your point about male dominated, that is very, very true. And part of the reason, I think, is because so many men have warm voices and that nice baritone sense, especially if they've got the, the good chops and they, can, they have the gift of gab, like I said. And a lot of women tend to be kind of up here in their highest register mm-hmm. of their voice mm-hmm. and a little bit kind of squeaky, mm-hmm. squeaky. Well, God didn't give me that voice. He gave me an alto voice. I've sung in choirs with an alto voice. 
And he gave me, as my father used to say many, many years ago when I was a little kid, he used to say, don't ask Terry what time it is. She'll tell you how to make a Swiss watch. <laughs> and and I, I used to kind of be embarrassed and cry. And why did he say that? But it was oh, his God. way of saying, she'll teach you the whole topic. Just mm-hmm. let her. And there was a time, I will say, in my career after I got out of graduate school, where I thought I'll be a college professor. I loved history. I loved military matters. I loved geography. I loved political science. I loved the humanities. I loved Western civ. I loved Western ideas, et cetera, as opposed to Eastern ideas. I was a world traveler at that time because my father was in the Air Force and we moved around a lot. And I thought, that's it. That's my calling. And I almost became a prof until the kind of the, I don't know, I think just the idea from God came to me because I kind of struggled a little bit with what I was going to do in, with my life. Um, and I said to myself, news is the field because you can combine all of that and still be very active in society and not necessarily in an ivory tower and have to write for a living and produce all of those books and, and, uh, and scholarship as well as give lectures, but you can be in the field. And they'll send mm-hmm. you overseas. They'll send you somewhere. And so my wanderlust, my, my sense of wanderlust and my love of wanderlust, and by the way, at this time, I had already lived in Italy for almost two years, and I said, that's it. I wanted to work for a CBS affiliate in Rome. My Italian was a B, a B, at best a B plus. But I thought as long as I continue staying there, I could be pretty, pretty fluent even with the written word because I was getting along fine with the language at the time. But there were no, no jobs, and I didn't have a visa to stay there, so I came home and then started the hard work of, well, I got to start in a little market. I got to throw my tapes out there. So I started in television and did a long stint in television. And when you start in television – as I think I told you prior, Michelle, you start at the bottom. Uh, mm-hmm. There were 240, 250 markets in affiliate television at the time. And uh, you can jump fast if you learn your trade at the, at the baby markets, the tiny ones, the Great Falls, Montanas, the Bangor, Mains, the Shreveport, Louisianas, the Tuskegee, Alabamas, the um, Salina, Kansas. These are little markets, right? But you learn about the mayor, you learn about City Hall, you learn about the government at the state level, you learn about who's got their hand in the cookie jar and stealing from the government coffers, you learn who's doing what to whom, you learn uh, you know, where the corruption is, you learn the police department, you learn who's the head of the fire department, you go out, you learn the community, and you become a face of the community on television as well as reporting to the people of the community. So you're able to, I was able to do that, um, that bridge as a mediator in media would. Now those were the days when women were welcomed into the field because it was television with the vision, mm-hmm. right? As I moved into talk radio um, and in one of the markets I was doing evening television, I was an anchor at six o'clock and I'd also get up in the morning at four thirty in the morning. And I was an anchor for morning drive in radio at six a.m. So I did oh, the 6 a.m. radio, and I did the 6 p.m. television. And I built a radio career simultaneous to a television career. Um, but you mentioned talk radio, and we're talking on the medium of blog talk radio, and this is radio after all, which is theater of the mind. So when it came to uh, the threat on our country and, indeed, the devastation and the tragedy of 9-11, 
Um, and a general manager said, I think you'd be perfect. And I said, well, I think, I don't know if I'd be perfect, but I think I'm up to the challenge. And the rest is history. So in Phoenix alone, I did, oh, let's see, um, I did two and a half years for, three, three years for News Talk 1010, then um, 14 years for KFYI, and three and a half, almost four years for 960 The Patriot. So that's a very long run in talk radio. And concurrent to that, I had a national show, as you mentioned at the top, uh, out of Arlington called Think America, Reason First, Then Converse. And that was syndicated. So I was doing both there for a while. And now, as you said, I'm back in television. COVID has upset a lot of people's lives. And I wasn't excluded from that. Um, I got a call. Uh, because I have a unique resume, I got a call from a television executive who asked me if I would consider moving to uh, uh, D.C. and be a point person in D.C. for a new adventure called, and this is a startup, which I did sign on for, which is called Conservative Television of America. And we talked a long time about it, and I asked why, et cetera, et cetera. I asked all those probing questions that I'm known to ask, known for. And essentially, the, the answer is because the American news media, Terry, and I know this. I kind of put words in his, in his mouth, Michelle. I said the American news media is broken. Mm-hmm. And somebody, somebody, some bodies has to fix it or at least try. I don't know that I can fix it. I don't know that it's fixable right now, but over time it must be fixed. And maybe I'll be long dead by the time it's fixed because it is such scorched (laughs) earth and it is scorched earth, but somebody has to get off their caduncus and try to fix it. And what's the answer? What is the answer when America gets all of this leftist stuff because the Democrat Party is married to the alphabet media? And by that, I mean corporate media, media, ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN, et cetera. And I don't necessarily mean FOX, all right? No, um, but also not a fan anymore. The, well, and some people aren't. But at the time, uh, with that comes the Washington Post and the New York Times and the Los Angeles Times and the Seattle Intelligentsia. And, I mean, it goes on and on and on. And so the American people are fed what the Democrat Party, through the medium of that powerful media, uh, want you to know, want the American people to know. So um, here, and here we are. And it wasn't until, at least in my humble opinion, I mean, it was a buildup to it, but until President Trump came on the scene, and as he walked down that escalator, I said to myself, you know, President Trump, I have met him in the past prior to his run and so forth, back when he was in New York and, you know, being a, a realtor, a mogul. Um, but he's a big guy. Mm-hmm. He's got, he's got prowess little. to him. Well, I'm, thank you. I, I need to lose some weight, but thank you for saying I'm a little. Um, uh, I'm, I'm kind of average height. But he, President Trump came down that elevator, and I said to myself, it's the frump of the Trump. <laughs> and what I meant by that is, here he comes. I mean, this yeah, big old, presence. This guy hits it out of the park. This guy means what he said. It wasn't until he said, fake news, fake news. And one of, his, one of his first rallies, I was invited to cover, and he pointed his finger at the photogs. And for your audience that don't know what that means, it means the photographers, we just call them photogs, in the back with their tripods, filming this for television, 
videoing it for television, taping it for television. Um, mm-hmm. And he called them fake news. Now, these poor photographers, it's not, it's not their fake news, but they work for a company that puts on the Democrat Party propaganda news. And I think mm-hmm. we're okay in saying it's propaganda at this point, because look at, look at what the American people have been fed for so long. And a classic example is, of course, Russia, 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 and all of those lies. And, and I thought, well, good on him. Good on him, because being in the field, I can get, Michelle, I can get, let's say I can sit in on a news meeting. And the Associated Press, coming across our news wires, and this goes back to the olden days, too, will give us, I don't know, maybe 12 bullet points on a story. Uh, and I read those bullet points, and I go to write from those bullet points. And so does the writer at the New York Times, and so does the writer at the Washington Post, and so does the writer here and there, wherever. And I'm going, look at the difference in these stories, affiliate television stories, news talk radio stories, print media stories, which is the print journalism, magazine stories. Are you kidding? Were we in the same meeting? You know, when you scratch your head and you're all in the same meeting and somebody walks away with a totally different takeaway than you did Mm -hmm. and you go, my God, were we in the same meeting? That's how I felt. I felt that so often. I'm going, how do you do this? How do you? Take these facts, these are just facts, and put it into it. really a very slanted piece. And it's done through manipulation. It's done through this kind of lens of let's tack as left as we can. Um, and here we are today. And this hasn't just happened, in fact, overnight. This has been a drip, drip, drip. So um, now I'm in television here and trying in my little way to do something about it. I host a news-driven, issue-oriented, interview-only talk show. It's a little bit like talk radio on TV. And one of my owners, one of the bosses, said, you know, I, you know I'd, like you to, I'd like you to sort of consider being an academic Oprah. And now at hmm. this stage in my career, I didn't say I'm up to the challenge. I said, I can do that. I can do right. that. Why? Yeah. Because I know how to ask the right questions. I don't have to be the star. You know, that's part of the problem with television news, and I'm speaking just to television news at this point, but also to some extent with radio. Too many of the mediators, the people in between, that call themselves media, we're the in-between people. They've turned out to be giant personalities. Mm, and exactly. television stars and giant celebrities. And followers here and there, it's all about them, me, myself, and I. And I, I look at women the same way I look at men on this. And, it, it, you know, sure, you get attention when you're a somebody on television. But after that's over, it's not about you. It's about the story. It's about the story. Let it be about the story. The story is what you're there to convey. So in Timeline with Terry for Conservative Television of America, I want the expert, the newsmaker, the author, the think tank professional, the think tank scholar, the military brass, the influencer, the celebrity, uh, the, uh, uh, the professional, the unique person who's maybe a hero, or the Elon Musk of the world who are inventors. I want them to be the star. And so what I try to do is I let their expertise shine in a whole hour which actually when you throw in the commercials, as you well know, being in radio, Michelle, 
amounts to about 48 to 50 minutes of actual airtime. But that's ample time to let them let their hair down on the vexing issues of the day, whether it's what happened with our foreign policy with Ukraine, why did we not help keep the peace, what is inside Putin's head, or immigration and borders, or our economy, or um, leftist thinking and CRT in our schools, uh, pro-life issues, um, faith, freedom, mom, apple pie, military issues, patriotic issues, whatever it is. Even interpersonal issues, divorce and family and marriages and you name it, which is why I like your show because it's everything home, which really encapsulates everything about people in general. We're the storytellers. It's not about me. It's about the story told best through experts that know the story the best. So, and I try to facilitate that back on television. I'm very flattered to be back on television again. It's a wonderful medium. And uh, I didn't think somebody would ask me, you know, you want to be on television again. Uh, but I'm enjoying my time, even though the issues are difficult. I, I work really hard at it. I'm butt to chair all the time studying something uh, so that I can be up to speed at the level of these experts that come in. Because if you're going to in, interview a three-star general, and I just did last week, um, or anybody that's an expert, a think tank scholar, an economist, somebody with the markets and gas prices or them, you better know some fundamental stuff about his or her field mm-hmm. mm-hmm. or, or, or egg on your face will be coming. So I love the study. Um, I got a lot of that, that love being in school and uh, with my background, uh, like I mentioned before, um, my dad was in the Air Force, so we moved a lot. I got six brothers and sisters. It was a big kind of loud, happy Irish Catholic family as we moved every three years to a new Air Force base where dad served. And my mother was a career school teacher. And it was God, country, education in that order. And so when I got to college and then started having to put these ideas from my brain, trippingly on the tongue, discussing it at the commentary level, that's where I I think I really learned to hone my craft now for the adventure that I'm, I'm, I'm involved in at this moment. And I encourage everyone to check out the show. I watched a a couple of the episodes and it's very well done. And, um, uh, you look great, Terry, by the way. Um, and uh, what you can go to Conservative Television of America has an app that you can um, that you can download their app on the Google Store or the Apple Store. They're also on Roku and they're on uh, the Amazon. What is it? Fire Stick? Is that what Amazon, Amazon sells? Fire Stick? Yeah, so then some, that way you can, right. some people you can call watch it, them on there. Some people call it Amazon Fire, but it's really Fire Stick. It's Fire it's Stick. Yeah, I saw them. You know, these are yeah. streaming platforms, right? So you can, you can catch the show either on the uh, Conservative Television of America. Uh, so that I, w- I would encourage you to check it out. Um, the, um, the question I have, though, for you, because I started doing a – TV show on brighttown.tv and it's then Ooh, uh, good. it's and it's listed on on demand on conservative television of America. Claude was kind enough to mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and invite me into his world. So I, they, they post the show on there, but I go Monday or I go Fridays at 5 PM mountain time live on brighttown.tv 
And um, mm-hmm. I've been doing this platform since 2018. And I just started oh, doing a lot. Yeah. So I've been doing this for a while, but it was recorded, right? It was one guest recorded. And then I said, I need more guests. I need more topics. And I need faster. I need now. So I went live mm-hmm. about 15 months ago and loaded it up with now eight to 10 guests per episode, which is insane. But I, I love it. Just keep throwing them at me and we'll just have a good time with it all. Um, and uh, uh, my question to you is radio, TV, which one do you like better? Because there is a huge difference. And I can tell you which one I love more so than the other. But you have, you'd have to, you know, it, it, both are great. Well, yeah, that, and that's a very good question, and it's an important question. And I think I answer it kind of when my audience answers it. And by that I mean when my audience says to me, I learned something watching you, or it might be on television, or you really advanced the conversation on radio. When I get that kind of feedback, then I compare the feedback vis-a-vis the medium. Now, mm-hmm. with television, I, 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 did that make sense? I hope it did. And oh, I'm back totally, in yeah. television in a commentary way where, whereby when I first started in television so long ago, I was like every, you know, 20, 30-something standing out there with a little mic in the rain, in the snowstorm, in the, you know, at the state fair where the, you know, Bessie the cow would go around the, the, the <laughs> roving the, reporter. The yeah. and, and, and at one point, even in my early talk radio days, this is kind of funny story, she lifted her, her tail, and I am not kidding, this was at a state fair and I was covering it, and plop, plop, plop came down on my stiletto heels, and I was standing in cow dung and trying to go through looking at my, uh, my live shot to my cameraman as he is jiggling the camera. And I'm thinking to myself, what is he jiggling the camera? Because I didn't realize I was kind of sinking down into the, the, the Bessie the cow who just did her thing behind me. And Bessie the cow, this, this one animal, won the blue ribbon for crying out loud. Anyway, my camera guy was shaking and laughing like you. And I go, what the heck? What, am I saying something wrong? And I was thinking, you know, maybe my, my outfit isn't right. You know, you think about all the visual all the time. Brother, yeah. What's coming out of your mouth? And then the smell. And I went, I am standing in, oh, my <laughs> Standing God. in it. And you're just anyway, thinking, these are good shoes. These, these are my good shoes. These. <laughs> these are my good shoes. Oh, and my I, God. I had these great platform heels and this great leather jacket. Oh. And I, you know, in, the, in those days, you know, the shoulder pads were just coming in. And I thought I was so cool with my little bob and a little bit beehive hairdo, too, when I wore it up. And uh, I stunk. And, and this is 6 o'clock. Okay, this is 6 p.m. going live. And anyway, you put the ribbon on Bessie. And these are just the reporting shows where I had no commentary. And in those days, in those days, it was all about poker face. And that's the way it is. Monday, September 23rd. You know, we right. were taught to be like Walter Cronkite. Right, anyway, you're all the serious. point I'm making is, is when you ask me between radio, which is commentary, when you host a show, people want to know what you think as well. So you throw in your thoughts. And in this show... Television where, yes, as I just said, the guest is the star, but it doesn't mean I don't get to agree or disagree and add because I'm still hosting it. So it's a little hard to tell because the TV that I used to do was straight TV. That was affiliate television. You went out, you reported on Bessie the Cow, you reported on crime, you reported on the, on the, on the fire, you reported on the snowstorm. 
and nobody wanted to know your comment. Maybe um, when I get my feet wet a little bit more in D.C. here, uh, doing Timeline with Terry, I'll let you know. I think it's best, though, to say that when my audience says, I liked you when you brought this topic to the air, when such and such really shaped it a certain way, I could peel the onion back and get to the sweet spot of the topic, of the issue du jour, because you brought it out. Then maybe it's television. Mm. Um, but I sure, sure like radio. And I, and I suppose, as you can kind of tell from this interview, um, I can dab in both. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> television, as long as you have something to say, as long as yeah. you have something to say, uh, television can be a difficult bird in this regard. Uh, hair, makeup, um, if things go wrong on live television, you know, you spill the coffee on the, on the table, on the anchor set, um, uh, some earpiece falls out, um, somebody bumps into you, somebody walks in front of the camp, all of these things go right out. Or if you're taping it, then you've got to go back and fix it or redo the show. Mm-hmm. Radio mm-hmm. is theater of the mind, as you well know. And that we create stories through our words and through our inflections and those pregnant pauses right? And Mm -hmm. they tell stories that go in people's minds. And it's almost like they get to create their own with the help of the host and the guest, their own dream state of how it looks like. If I describe 9-11 on television, then how I describe 9-11, for example, on radio, I have to build the picture of burning buildings through words, through inflection, through questions, through the guests coming in, through passion, through volume or not. Radio is difficult in that respect. Television is difficult in the respect that it's not audio, it's vision, television mm-hmm. or video. And so you've got to watch what you look like. It's got to be said properly. It, sometimes you can overdo television and you're too big for the camera whereas you need to sort of keep it more tailored, more sotto voce. That means under the, under the voice more. So you're not, you know, hysterical because television is a box. Remember, it's a box. And you can get too big and, you know, then you're, you're not a good communicator. You have to, you have to be calm. You have, to, you have to let the camera pick up the delicacies. Um, anyway. So I, I'm not sure I answered it directly because maybe, maybe I don't really know the answer one way or another. I've enjoyed both. I'm really enjoying my time here. And partly because it is the nation's capital, I am in touch with really, really experienced people. Not that I couldn't get talk radio in Phoenix. Phoenix is a very big market. You call somebody up and they say, sure, I'd like to do the show, whatever, blah, 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 as long as you give them ample time. Uh, but here, they're at my fingertips, and they can come into a studio, and that I really appreciate. Not to mention, it seems like not only is news, American news media falling apart, but the country's falling apart. So there's many people that, want, that are stepping up to help, even the big shots that are retired and they've done their, 
their 40 years in government while they're coming out to comment on this and that, whatever their expertise is. So, hmm. Well, that's promising to hear that the, yeah. uh, the gang's back in, uh, you know, getting the game back together in order to actually maybe give some feedback. Because we are really on a, a, a path, a spiral uh, accelerating very quickly, a complete uh, a lot of a lot of destruction and a lot of despair, um, and uh, that's by design. And you and I've talked about that before, and I talk about it at literally every show. Um, so that's nothing new for the people that are that are listening. Um, but yeah, it's um, uh, it, it's interesting. I would like to, I, well, I, I, Michelle, I'd like to make one little footnote on what I said before you said, and I agree with how troubled we are. Our, our troubled times. It's not people say, oh, my God, it's the swamp, it's the pit. Well, you know, look, this administration, don't get me started, right? And mm-hmm. the D.C. itself administration, a lot of things policy-wise I don't agree with. But there are good conservatives that are here. There are people that are stepping up. There are people that see what's happened with leftist policies over the years and have been frustrated with it and thought we'd have a reprieve a bit with President Trump. Although most of them do say he had three years because that last year was nothing except coronavirus, Antifa, BLM, election, Russia, mm-hmm. Russia, Russia, et cetera. I mean, how do you get any work done? When you, you know there's this ball and chain around him, and they throw rotten eggs at him all the time, so really his effect was about three years long. Nevertheless, there are people, and they are speaking up much more, I think, now, and they're here. And I invite any of your listening audience and to, and you, you as well, to come back and and kind of see for yourself. Maybe have a trip out and see for yourself um, local television where you get some of the more conservative voices where it might not have been so, so a, a number of years ago um, because Americans in general and Republicans who are in conservatives who are traditionally more polite anyway, they're not being as polite anymore. They're realizing they need to be more proactive and get off their caduncus and start speaking out against some of these policies. Hmm. Uh, and and we've slid, we've slid a lot, you know. I mean, you look at you look at Republicans in office, some of the rhinos in particular from years past, and you go, oh my God, why can't you be more on it? Why can't you be more proactive? Why do you get back there and kind of go along to get along? And you know, you want to you know build bridges across the aisles and all of that kind of stuff. Whereas they're licking they're licking our chops. They are they are getting their policies through because you're not strong enough. Mm-hmm. Well. I think, I think seeing the Biden administration and, of course, the drip, drip, drip from the years of Obama-Biden, the effect that it's had now, I think that some of them are being more proactive. And certainly because Trump was proactive. Trump came in and it was like he has no boundaries, no borders, no barriers. He is a New York street brawler from, you know, the, the, the construction sites in New York City. And brings this personality to bear. And if you can stomach the personality, and I could, I think we no, need I'm from New Jersey. Guy in office. I thought okay. it was great. I give you a big yeah. clap for that. Hooray. Um, and realizing this is an East Coast personality, mm-hmm. New Jersey, New York personality. 
All right, let's get beyond that and see what he's done. He came in and bust some heads. He did. Um, and it was tough because they busted back. But with that momentum, I think more and more are speaking out. And I look to certain senators. Marco Rubio has matured. Um, Rand Paul is just on fire against, you know, the Fauci cabal, Dr. Fauci at all. Um, and, and America sees that. Um, there are firebrand folks that are kind of the match to the AOCs of the world, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, for example. So it's happening. Um, it's late. We're late. But the patriots and, 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 the, and the, conser- the conservatives, Republicans, patriots, however you want to brand them, they're stepping up finally. I think we're a little late in the sense that so much has slid to the left. And people say, what do you, what do you mean, left, left, left? I look at this, Michelle, like a huge number line. Remember when we learned algebra in the eighth and ninth grade, and there was the positive integers on the right, and there was the negative integers on the left? Mm -hmm. Well, if you look at the bell-shaped curve of how America used to be, we were bell-shaped curve. Think of it as sort of zero to 100, okay? And we were right of zero, right of center, we call it. Well, that bell-shaped curve has moved left, and not just liberal left lefty left, and now we're leftist left. And the march of Marxism is here, alive and mm-hmm. well. People used to say, oh, the drip, drip, drip of socialism, Terry, for crying out loud. I don't say that anymore. I say it's the drip, drip, drip of Marxism. And you would have to wow. be blind to not see it. And I know your listeners do see it. Well, it just said is when they came into office was the 20th of uh, January, 2021. And uh, I was warning people, I said, you know, we're going we're gonna to jump right over. Uh, you're jumping right over socialism. You're more into tyrannical and communism. And like you're saying, Marxism, they're all, they're all there in that same family. And that's, sure. that's what we've been, we've been living under. I mean, literally, they just, I don't know if you're aware of this. I mentioned in the beginning of the show, I, I brought it up earlier. Um, what they just did in Arizona, in Arizona, and, I'll, and this, uh, this just happened on Thursday. We didn't really find out about it until Saturday. And then, of course, then uh, everybody started talking, right? And then, I was, and then all of a sudden, everything, uh, then the emails are flying, the text messages are phone calls and all that. And what they did was our, our um, amazing legislature, the House and the Senate, what they did is they, they passed an emergency bill, meaning emergency. Let me, let me, let me read to everybody uh, the bottom of the bill. This is what this constitutes an emergency, and then I'm going to tell you what it was, and you tell me how that's an emergency. So at the very bottom, okay. it says this is, you know, this, all of this stuff is a real eye-opener, and if it doesn't really piss people off to the extent where you're like, this is out of control, I don't, then you're not paying attention. And these are things that affect every person's life, whether you want to realize it or not. But at the very bottom of the bill, it says, this act is an, an emergency measure that is necessary to preserve the public peace, health, or safety, and is operative immediately as provided by law. So if that's the end of the bill. You would think, God, what? What was so important that they had to create this emergency bill without committee review, no debate, no public content. It unanimously passed the House and the Senate, and then within a couple hours, it was signed by the governor. I mean, literally, that's how fast this thing went through. I mean, I've, I've, never, I've never heard of something go through that. What fast. was the premise? What was the, 
as you oh. say, the emergency. The emergency was because they needed to change how candidates got on ballots and the election process for the precinct committeemen, because that was... Oh, for crying out loud. This was an emergency. <laughs> this was an emergency, okay? Now, I don't see how that deals with public peace, health, or safety. Then it makes you just go, okay, well, then what? Uh, well, really? This is that important, that pressing measure? They said, oh, well, because, you know, we did all this redistricting. We had to make sure that the words that they used in there was like words that you don't normally use when you're referring to things like they're like, we've got to safeguard the communities. I don't even know what the hell that means. Safeguard a community. We're talking about getting people on ballots. So they wanted to lower the, the amount of signatures people needed to 400 so they could get more people obviously on the ballots because they didn't like that. Um, there's a lot of uh, pissed off Arizona's patriots, people, you Ooh. know, regular, we, Ooh. the people, that are getting on ballots, that are running, because you know they're running for school boards, they're running for city councils, they're running for all these things. They don't like that, right? Establishment, no, no. So this is the this is the kicker. So I'm a precinct committee man here in uh, LD23, the old LD23, but just keep that in mind for uh, that's wonderful. In, in L- yeah. So the legislative districts, and basically in yeah. um, when you're a precinct committee man. The, uh, there's multiple precinct committeemen in each precinct. So I'll give you an example. I'm in, um, I'm here in Mayor Corruption County. I'm an LD23. So there's multiple, let's just say there's 20 different precincts. In my precinct, mm-hmm. which is more like just kind of your neighborhood-ish, there's seven of us. And it's based on how many people, how many voters are in your area. So you get one, you get one precinct committeeman per precinct plus for every 125 people, you get another precinct committee man. So we have seven. So this is what mm-hmm. the establishment decided to do in the bill. And it's there in black and white. Right? They, it's, it's, there's, there's a few paragraphs. So they said, uh, and normally we get elected, right? We get on the ballot. We get our signatures. Everybody gets signatures. You get on the ballot and the people vote which precinct committee men they want based on you know, how many there are. There's seven for my precinct. So they said, no, 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 you don't need that. We are going to uh, eliminate the election process for precinct committee men in the whole state, Democrats and uh, Republicans. And we are going to, uh, we, the county political party committee, will uh, uh, appoint whomever uh, that submits their name and information. And we're not going to give you guys in that precinct or any precinct, multiple precincts to be represented of the amount of the people. We're just going Mm -hmm. to... We're going to have one, and we're going to appoint them. That's what they did. So here's the kicker. The worst part of that is that everybody in the state legislature, the House and the Senate, there was two no votes, which to me a no vote is worse because that means you stand for nothing, which means you fall for anything, right? So that means you're not a yes, you're not a no. So then why bother? Then go get another job, okay, because you can't, you can't make a decision. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, there was 58 of them out of 60 that said, this is a great idea. Let's go vote yes. Uh, so either you didn't read the bill or you really thought this was a great idea. Either way, but, that's, mm-hmm. both are bad. Both are really bad. And then, of course, when we all found kind of we saw somebody posted something and we all started talking in the precinct, the whole entire state of Arizona precinct committee men are, are beyond livid because you just, you just wiped out all of us. You literally just said, we don't need you. 
and we're going to decide who is going to be part of be, be the ones representing the people. So it keeps. I, I this is this is rather huge. mystifying to me. This is I I'm going to do my best to look into what's behind the curtain here. What's the inside baseball on this? Because the inside baseball quickly. is the establishment. The establishment wanted to send the signal because what happened was precinct strategy is the program that Dan Schultz and Steve Stern, uh, Steve Stern just happens to be my partner of mine, and Dan Schultz, he's here in Arizona. They've been pushing it for years to get people to sign up, to encourage American people to get involved, to take back the party, the ground up, grassroots. This is how it's done. This is how you elect the next level up to the next level up. So then you can actually and it's how then you be, grow in the this Republican is how you, party. this is how you, this is how you build the party now that rather than exactly the, the very rich, then the, uh, the established rhinos that have the money that get to write the big checks and they decide who runs for office. It's supposed to be the other way around. So this system, this precinct committee man system that they've created is brilliant, and it's the way that, that really regular people can participate in the process. So they've been plugging this, and they've been plugging this, and they go on the war room, and they go on all these shows. Well, two and a half weeks ago, Mike Lindell, they've been, we've been working on getting to him and President Trump, he endorsed it. So then oh, last week, Trump endorsed it, and the establishment mm-hmm. didn't like that. So this was their warning shot to say, we just want to let you guys know who's in charge, and it's not you. And if there's any other way you can interpret this, I don't, I'm not quite sure how you would, because why else would you remove? Now, here's the thing that's crazy, Terry, and you know this from being here or just being in, in this world. The precinct committee man helped get candidates elected, because our job is to listen to them, and they come to our meetings and they give their speeches and then we interact with them and we kind of, you know, you get them the smell test, ask the questions, kind of ferret them out. And then our job is to go talk to the constituents to deliver the message. Here's, this is, this is, here's the good ones. Here are the ones that are not so good. Here's the reasons why, blah, blah, blah. And to support the candidates. So, and then which then become the state senators and the House of Representatives, well, state representatives. Every single one of them just basically gave us the middle finger and said, we don't need you guys. And they're supposed to, that's not how this, that's, uh, it's just the opposite. Isn't that amazing to you? It's so the opposite because at that level, that's where you vet. That's where you shake down a potential candidate. That's where you look at a candidate inside out and backwards and upside down. And you say, Mm -hmm. well, this person comes to the party. I don't mean the political party. I mean, just comes to us with such and such to offer. But let's figure this guy out a little better. Let's figure this gal out. Or you're, you're exactly right. That's where you shake them down. And that's, that's why it's so important. I mean, otherwise, you, you're going to, you know, get candidates. Well, we have it anyway, but they come out of nowhere. They come with money. They're the son of somebody. They're the, you know, a, a white-collar aristocratic kind of American or they come through a payola, that kind of a system. That's not good. That's not good. No, and we have him here now, uh, David Schweiker. He's been in office. You know David Schweiker. He's been in office for years. He's, 
I've never heard a peep out of him. He never comes to any of our meetings, and uh, you would think that he should. They should be doing these things. No, no, no. That's old establishment. You don't even bother running against them. And then, they, of course, you know that's how, you know, you, when you when you have the support of the the grassroots and the infrastructure from the ground up and the regular people, that's when you have a chance actually to primary some of these long term people that should no longer be there. But the reason why this is You're so right. important, and I want you to comment on this. The reason why this is so big and it says so much, not only did we see their true colors of A, either they don't read bills, which that's a major problem, especially if this is an emergency bill, you think they would have actually read it. And if they did read it, they thought this was an awesome idea. So both are really, really bad. But here's, here's the real kicker. This is just because it happened with the precinct committee man. It goes to show you the power that the state and the Senate have to do whatever they wanted, how quickly it can get done, emergency, blah, 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 where they just took away the ability to have an election and the people get to choose. So this is just, this is, that's what I want people to I, I, I'm, yes, I'm disturbed was, to hear. You see this. what I mean? And I don't know enough about yes, because it cuts the pre, uh, the precinct committee person off at the knees. Oh, um, it's gone. It defames, no, no, it's gone. They appoint, so to speak. Yes, yes. They appoint. Defames, they appoint the golden child. Right. You need but this it, foundation that our whole system is built on. I'm going to look into this more. But in terms of passing an emergency for peace and health and safety, emergency. and it's got to be yeah. operative now, and it's by law and all that. That's what it says. What? That seems so heavy-handed. Unless there is a time frame no. to get ballots out and so forth, because we are, are already in mid-mar, what is today the, I don't know, what is today anyway? The, Today's the 7th, March? no. Okay, yeah. all right. So there might be some deadlines that, they well, today was the today's um, the the first day that you that is like the a, the day where you can start turning in to say petitions or something. But that's this what this did not need to be done under an emergency, and you didn't need to remove the entire election process for the whole group of people. Well, I mean? in that this case, was, I think this was the emergency, deal. quote unquote, is because they're late to addressing the issue. So now it's got to be an emergency. We've got we to be in session and we've got to figure it out, et cetera, et cetera. Lions and tigers and bears. That's what strikes me about this, because they had a deadline for signatures or at least getting the signature process, as you say, and going today. So that's where that comes from. But, well, but it didn't have to. No, it didn't have to. They're just using right, that as right. an excuse. And, and, yeah. and didn't have no, no. to. When, when you upset the apple cart like this, this is serious stuff. And uh, I, I, I wonder if it has something to do with resolving some aspect of election integrity in Arizona or not. Nope. When nope. last I, I don't, I don't think so the way you, the way you describe it. But when last I looked at the Arizona election integrity issue, and when last I interviewed Karen Fan, um, the head of the, of, the, of the Senate, Senate president in Arizona, she told me, and she told me on television, uh, look, I asked her how many, and I used a general term, Michelle, I said, how many infractions? I like that term because it doesn't come right out and say, oh, that's fraudulent or not. 
how many unusual infractions was discovered in the end. And she said over 250,000. No, at least that. I didn't know it was that many. I didn't Mm -hmm. know it was that many. And then, and then when last I looked at it after that, um, all of that is compiled and plopped at the AG's office, Mark Brunovich's office, AG of Arizona to a large, larger audience in case they don't know these names. And um, it's his job with his team of attorneys looking at possible crime because that's what they do. Um, and if there is crime, then people responsible for those crimes, committed those crimes allegedly, need to be prosecuted. And the clock is ticking on that. So I don't know where he is. This is, of course, secretive stuff. I'm not a prosecutor in that office. I don't know where they are, but I do know one thing. I know he's running for U.S. Senate, and that race is upon him. And I would think that most Republicans are looking at him and saying, you know, you've got gold right there at, at, your, at your feet. Use it. If you, in other words, if you don't prosecute, something's wrong with you. And something will be seriously wrong with your political career. In fact, even your law career. Because there is so much, so many infractions. You need to be looking at patterns. We have this forensic audit because the legislature itself did not accept that Biden, for example, won Arizona. It was so shocking, shocking, completely shocking. And our legislature, as you well know, wasn't alone. Seven states contested this. Seven, unprecedented in American history. Seven states. So it's not just me or you or any patriot here or any Tea mm-hmm. Party guy there or somebody here. This is the legislature. And they're sitting there scratching their head and saying, I smell a rat. And we're going to sell, send alternatives, alternative electors to Washington. And, of course, we know what happened. Biden, the tent certified the election, Biden won, et cetera, et cetera. And it takes time to unravel all this. And money and the forensic audit wasn't for naught. So when you have that kind of, uh, uh, those infractions of multiple, 250,000 irregularities, I don't know if it's stuffing the ballot. I don't know if it's mailing ballot. I, I no, mean, it's, no, it's the, major The pile stuff. on is, it's it's, major. there's so many things. So, many things. so it appears to me that if he doesn't, you know, start, you know, and timing is everything, looking at some serious indictments here, he's dropping the ball on his office, on his duties, and certainly crushing any kind of future political career that he would have. So he's got the goose that just laid the golden egg. He's got gold right there. So how does that all cycle back to what happened with the committee precinct people, not directly, but perhaps this is some kind of way, and I'm speculating because I don't know, uh, and this is kind of a new piece of news to me, and it's fresh, it just happened last week, so I can look into it, but my nose for news says um, the deadline, there was a deadline today, so my God, we haven't figured this out yet, we got to have an emergency meeting on it. And boom, all of a sudden it gets passed and it's signed by Ducey, Governor Doug Ducey. So that's where the urgency factor was. But it also strikes me it's part and parcel with perhaps trying to figure out some kind of angle 
uh, with regard to integrity of elections. Now, what that is, I can't answer that, Michelle. I don't know. This oh, you're being too kind. To me. You're being too kind. Um, they but, did it on but, purpose. But, but, they did it on purpose. But it will, it will come out. There's no question. It'll, it will come out. You can't upset the apple cart like this at the grassroots level and not have an explanation that will be that will rise to the that you know, the cream will come to the top here. Well, they're already um, and trying we'll find to point out. fingers. They've been pointing fingers since Saturday. They've been saying, "Oh, well, um, we just did, you know they didn't put the changes in blue." I said, "Really? I pulled it up and I saw the changes because I looked at two PDF folder two poop." two PDF files and uh, I don't do this for a living and this is not my job. So yeah, no, no, they're just making excuses. And so it's you, cause they have to admit either I didn't read it because all you had to do was print out the couple versions and you could take a pen and a highlighter and look at it yourself because it's it's an emergency. Shame on them. An emergency. I mean, no. Well then if they didn't read it, because then you have to say there's a deadline and they didn't didn't address it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that. I mean, you can do that, but I mean, they've tarnished themselves. Is what I'm seeing, Terry, in 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 the eyes of the voter and and also all of the the precinct committee man in the whole state. You're talking even the Democrats. There was a, a con, like a little conference call last night. It was pathetic with Karen Fan on it, and um, there was Democrats on it, and they're equally upset about it because it 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 changes their entire their entire process too on on how. Uh, that they they can't get elected because it's, it's across the board for both, and then of course the emails started going out today, and uh, now they're saying oh it was um, Rusty Bowers and Ben Toma, the um, House Majority I think he's House Majority, he they were responsible for making the blue mm. markups. Mm. I said are really so no uh, any anybody it's eight pages mm. it took. It took 20, no, no, 15, 20 minutes to read. And if you're making changes, and it mm. doesn't matter. The changes, the, these, the, the changes, these major paragraphs didn't change. It, the language was still I'll look back. into it. So yeah. I'm just saying. I'll look into it and, 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 get, and get a better read on it. it. It's mystifying the way you've described it. And it's new. It's topical. So it'll be in the press and it'll, it'll, it'll make headlines in Arizona going forward here for a while because it's got legs. Uh, but it's dangerous. It's upset both Republicans and Democrats. What's that? Yeah. And the, and the reason I wanted people to realize how dangerous this is is because with the stroke of a pen in a couple hours, look what your legislative body can do to remove your rights that quickly. And it has, this, is just, this is just one topic. Then they put it under an emergency bill, like when they did the emergency orders. Now you're under emergency declaration, which was all based on fraud anyway. So now you have an emergency this, and then they can shut down your business. They can, they can say that you need to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this, which we lived through for two years. They're just showing you, and it's a perfect example again of how powerful these people are uh, and, and, and how dangerous this did, is, that they can uh, Michelle, do that. Michelle, did you get a – yes, did you yeah, – I hear you. Um, but more to the point, did you get a read on how the votes went in both the House and the Senate? Yeah, 58 yes, two no votes. One no vote was, a, was Salmon, who's a Democrat, and the other one was Giganti Rita, who happens to be my state senator. She's a Republican. They both voted no vote, yeah, which means yeah, they, don't, uh-huh. they don't – 
they don't have a spine okay. to say yes or no, which to me is worse than a yes oh. or a no. So there's 58. We yeah. think this is awesome out of 60. Wow. And two spineless wow. people. I said wow. the only thing that I wow. think they've ever voted, uh, the Republicans, Democrats, basically unified on something was a pay raise. Other than that, I'm, I can't imagine anything else that they've agreed on. So that, that, that alone makes you think that there's a problem, that they both thought it was awesome. And have you consulted with Dan Schultz about this, who, as you described him earlier for this audience, um, he is all about, he's a lawyer, by the way. Yeah, he's been on my show a couple of times. Yeah, no, we're friends. Uh, But about this particular issue? uh, Everything that he he said is exactly what I've been saying. We're all Mm -hmm. saying the same things. Yeah. I'm going to have him on the show probably next week. So he must be pretty pretty dumbfounded. Okay. Well, he, he's, he's not, I mean, we're all kind of like surprised because this came out of nowhere, but we're not surprised mm-hmm. because it, again, they showed their true colors. Okay. So then this is, this is what they, they want to do. They want to keep control. They don't want the fact that people were becoming, uh, the regular people were getting involved in the system. They were doing the precinct committee, man. They were doing the Let's run for school board. Let's get involved. We're running for city council. We're running for local office. They don't like that. And this has been the movement. And then we are showing up. And they, they wanted to let you know, not on my watch. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done it. Yeah, that's so, I'm saying. It's, it's I'll look dangerous. I'll it in future days ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it's, it's troubling. Just, it's, it's, it, anyway. Yeah, dangerous, dangerous, and, and, and it changes people's lives. And it's as fast as they can do an emergency bill for something like this, they can change an emergency bill for anything they want. Right? Because obviously they're not reading it. To, it might come down to exactly what you're describing. And, and I, again, I haven't studied this, and I'm, I'm going to make some phone calls and get yeah, more of it, yeah. so I'm glad that you told me this. But it might come down to nothing more than, again, government overreach. We're the powerful ones. You're not. TikTok, the game is locked. Um, and we're going to do it our way. And, uh, you know, just vote us out if you don't like it. But in the meantime, uh, it's our way or the highway. You know, and this happens. This happens. Yeah, but we don't, that's not the, the country level, we, we live in. Level, it, ha- it happens at the national level. Yeah. So I just, like I said, I want people to be really aware of uh, how important it is to get involved. I know we're all busy. I know we got a lot going on. You know what I mean? Everybody's really, really busy. But th- it, it is the time. This is the only time that, that in your lifetime, everybody that is, uh, that is literally a human being, this is your time to participate. This is your time to pay attention to uh, alternative shows like Terry's, like mine, like any of the guests that we had on today, many of the guests that we have on all the time, our partners, uh, the shows on brighttn.tv, the events that go on all over the country. You know, it, it is, this is the time where you need to stand up. You need to speak up. You need to show up. And I keep saying be the 2.0 version of YOU in your personal, professional, and financial lives but really get involved with what's going on because it affects your life and everything from everything that you do. It really does. And if you haven't seen it for the past two years, um, then then I don't know, I don't know how to make it even more clear, but it's still going, right? We just showed how this came out of left field, but we're also, the other thing too, is the reason why we want people to, to start paying attention 
is you want to also then be able to take action once something like this happens because we we're not we weren't prepared for this. I mean, it took a couple hours to try to figure out what the bill was, what really passed, whatever. And I'm like, because we don't have a system in place. We don't have a system in place like a, you know, the old school phone chain that you used to have when you were in school. We don't have that. Left's got it, but the conservative grassroots doesn't have something like that. So it made you just go, okay, well, that's what we need to put in motion. Because then you've got to say, okay, well, there's the show, right? To your point, and it's a good thing, but it also can be a bad thing in a way. Um, To your point, getting involved. You know, we live in a world of over-communication. We really do. There's so many choices. And that's a good thing because there is alternatives. There's new voices that come up, people that are active, people that are stepping up. Um, call to action. They hear it and they're following. Look at the truckers convoy for crying out loud. They just arrived here in D.C. at the Beltway just yesterday. There are ordinary, everyday, every man kind of Americans that are out there trying to make it better, make their world better, make the, make their community better, make their state better, make the nation better, make the world better. And they're doing their part. And yes, they have stepped up. And it's a little bit of an echo of how the Tea Party members stepped up at that mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the, the two-edged sword, sword on this is that um, you can get so bombarded. In fact, a friend of mine called me today and her husband has asked her to shut off the news. She gets really upset. She is a person that is naturally immune. She said no to the vaccine. Um, her job is in jeopardy. Um, she did everything she could to get an exemption. They finally gave her a little bit, like a three-month exemption, but essentially they're going to let her go. And by the way, she's in medicine, so they're losing a physician. Um, yeah, they don't care. She said, Terry, Terry, no, they don't care. Terry, she said, I can't take it. I mean, it's, the world is so dark, but i got to be informed. And I made, I made a suggestion to her. And she wasn't in tears, but she was upset. And I said, my husband wants me to just turn it off, turn it all off, turn it all off. But I got to be informed. I got to know what's going on. I, I, I got to keep my activism, in other words, because if not, uh, you know, it's almost a sleight of hand, like what happened at the state legislature. I mean, don't look here, because, but we're doing something. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, oh, well, oh, well, just like the election. Oh, well, it got certified. Seven legislatures are screaming with lawsuits. Oh, well. Move on, nothing to see here. So I calmed her down and I said, I live in the world of news. I mean, I've got 30 stories going through my head all the time, but I'm used to it. it you know, I'm used to it. It's, in some respects, I said, it's kind of like a soap opera in a way. If you watched one soap opera, like All My Children or some, what's the one, General Hospital, Luke and Laura, <laughs> you know, yeah. I remember that from years ago. And you know yeah, all great. the players, you know who's sleeping with whom, you know who just got out of prison, you know who's running for office, you know all oh, of yeah. them, they're identified by their actions, Multiple you know shows. the community, you know Port Charles, you know, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> if you know that, then when you watch the soap opera the next day, you build on that information. So I've been building on information for years and years and years. I'm used to it. But you're not used to it. So take a break. She says, well, how do I stay informed? I said, I'm going to tell you how to stay informed. And this is a good thing. Even though we have communication overload and our heads are ready to pop and there's so many channels and there's so many people, anybody with an iPhone is a Jorno, 
right? They're a journalist because they got an iPhone and they run out there and they, they show something that, you know, somebody gets hit with a car and they're bleeding on the freeway and they're out there taking video to try to sell it to the Daily Mail to make $5,000. They're a journalist, right. all right? You know, I, and it's crazy, all right? Yeah. But I said, calm down. Why don't you do this? Go into that cell phone that is just power charged with stuff and go and hear some really good podcasts that are lengthy, but from loquacious, articulate scholars on our side lay out some history. Let's say it's Ukraine and you don't understand the Russian-Ukraine dynamic. You just don't know. I mean, it's not that you're dumb. You just didn't get around to it or, you know, there's so much to know. Just slow the roll, use the phone, and just learn history because history is news. What's Mm -hmm. happening today becomes history tomorrow, or at least in time. Uh, So get the history, and that way you can still be informed. And so when you come back to news, once you've kind of calmed down and taken a break. (laughs) Right, time out. (laughs) It's time out, yeah. I mean, who wants, you know, pound, pound, pound every day? And if you're a lefty, who needs Rachel Maddow pounding on you every day? (laughs) Or the five, or the I mean, or the view, whatever is your poison, right? All day long, and they're they're saying topical things. They're not giving you the history behind it. Oh, they may show a map here and there, and they may say there's a in in, in, there was there was movement by trucks into this area of Dunbots or whatever. Calm, slow the roll, take a break, take a breather. Yeah, it's all opinion. Go. We don't need another talking head. like we did during COVID when all the gyms were closed and we were all walking around the block and breathe in the knowledge, the backstory knowledge. So then when you turn the news on again, you can help sort through in some measure, some of the propaganda, some of the BS that talking heads don't know what they're talking about. You can sort through how complex it is. You've got that reference and you're still plugged in. Anyway, I think that's a good, a good tip for anybody that feels overwhelmed with the news. We don't get the news sort of straight. That's the way it is. January 23rd, I'm Walter Crump. We don't get that. Get news commentary, even from anchors that are sitting in that seat at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, and 8 o'clock at night. And it's false. They should not be. The Anderson Coopers and the Chris Cuomos and the Rachel Maddows and so, so on and so forth, they need to be poker-faced but they're not. And the average American person looks there and goes, well, there's a person sitting in that box and they look all nice with the false eyelashes and the Brooks Brothers suit or, you know, the chiseled face and they're so handsome and she's so beautiful. They must be right. Yeah, they're not. They're selling news. They're selling it, Michelle. They're selling it. It's a product and they're the salesperson. They're the Mm -hmm. salesperson. This is wrong. This is and it's killing the country. It's just killing the country. So take a break. Don't get it from them. And I would say this to the right and the left. You know, put your, put your hands over your ears and say, I'm not listening anymore. I'm not listening. And then go into your room or take a walk or get on the treadmill and pop in a good podcast. The good scholars, even the think tank scholars, pop in, um, you know, Hillsdale College lectures. Pop in Stanford University Hoover, Hoover's lectures. The scholars there are extraordinary. 
And they, because they're professors, they know how to deal with the person that's trying to learn. They say it in lay speak. They say it in simple terms. They, it, it's sort of like, let's get back to basics. Let's look at the geography here. Let's look at the players. Let's look at the history here. Okay, you got that? All right, it seems to me then that you're ready for the next podcast. And, and treat yourself to some of that. And that's the good thing about our iPhones and our, and our Android phones, the communication that we have, because there, there really is so much good academic out there, academics out there as well. Anyway. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, it's a good way for people to kind of just stick a time out, but then jump back in. But yeah, don't just make sure that the sources that you get your information from are the quality and uh, as opposed to the talking head, we don't need another talking head. Start to stick with yes, and, some and facts to your point, some, to, your po- yeah. to your point as well about precinct. Maybe there's people in this audience. I would imagine a number of them um, that aren't political, politically oriented. They might not understand the precinct process. I mean, we can talk all day long about that's the grassroots and that's how we vet candidates and it's your neighborhood, et cetera, and 125 people, and then you get another precinct committee person because of the density of population, et cetera, et cetera. cetera. But for that person that doesn't have it or that person that maybe is just in high school and isn't aware of it yet, you can go online and find good, basic, no commentary, here's the facts, here's how the system works, here's how government works, because guess what? Chances are they didn't get it coming up in public school very much. And this is also a shame and a, and a topic for another conversation, another cup of yeah. coffee, as, you, as, it, as it were. Or shall I say it's a bottle of wine conversation because it's lengthy <laughs> why we don't have civics anymore in our public schools. Um, uh, and it's, it's that's by design. Shame. That's by design. Yeah, yeah, they don't want yeah, you to learn yeah, the history because yeah. they want you to get their version of everything because they don't want you to participate, which is why we are where we are. So the uh, the plan is working, people, but we need to we need to disrupt it. So Terry, it's three fifteen. You gotta go. Uh, we talked for much long. I sucked more time out of you than what I, I asked for. So thank you so much for that. So where do you want people to find you? Where do they want, you want them to be a part of the community? Watch you. Where do, where do you want them to go? Sure. You can first find me on LinkedIn, and my name is spelled the old-fashioned way. The boys spelling T E R R Y. Not I, not T-E-R-I, not T-E-R-R-I-E. It's just the boy spelling Terry. And then Gilbert, G-I-L-B-E-R-G, not Gilbert. People in the Southwest always think it's Gilbert. It's not it's Gilbert. Thank my husband for that. So Terry mm-hmm. Gilbert on LinkedIn, and you'll see me. And, and you'll identify me right away because it'll be all of this broadcasting stuff. You can also yeah. follow me on the show. And the show is C. The name of my show is Timeline with Terry. You can find it on demand on Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, Amazon Fire Stick. And I understand we're going to be signing on with Hulu and the other platforms shortly. They all have different contracts. So so you can find me there. And you can find me on the website, Conservative Television of America. Now, that's a little bit interesting website in in that it's not a .com or a .org because those were all taken. So it's C T. V A, so conservative television of America A dot TV. It's not CTA dot TV, it's CTVA dot TV. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. And yeah, and and if you got the smart TV, then just go and download the Conservative Television of America channel over on Roku or the Fire Stick, and you can watch the shows there. So Terry, thank you so much for your sure. time. It's always an enjoyable conversation, and uh, try to stay sane in thank that uh, Washington D.C. Yeah, dumpster I'm, I'm fire doing, of demons. I'm doing fine. I'm I'm doing mm-hmm. fine. And you're, anybody that wants to come out and see it, you know, it still is our nation's capital. We're still standing. Uh, there's hope. God's still in the heavens. All's right with the world, even though it doesn't look it sometimes. But get the helicopter view. We're still a Judeo-Christian country. We still Mm -hmm. have patriots. We're still standing. And thank God, every day, we don't have war on our shores. And we are very, very blessed for that regard. So God bless you and your work and and to all patriots, to all of America. We have to remember the man upstairs as well. That would be my final parting statement to you today. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're awesome, Terry. A legend, a legend, a leading lady oh, of the airwaves, still trying. television and television and radio. Wow, awesome. Thank you so much, Terry. We'll be in touch. We'll have you back on. And uh, like I said, stay sane in that crazy city of yours. Very good. Thank you. All for right, take me. care, my friend. You oh, bet. what a Bye-bye great lady. What a great lady. So uh, just definitely powerhouse in the industry. And of course, uh, especially for those in Phoenix here, know her for a long time from all the incredible networks that she's been on. It's indicated again, you know, multiple markets, you know, an old boys network. I keep seeing that kind of a big deal, kind of a big deal, everybody, when you can play in the boys network for so long in the radio world. Um, it says a lot, says a lot. Plus, so go check it out. Conservative Television of America. If you, uh, you could download the app, you can watch on the Roku or the um, Amazon Stick. My show is also on there, Everything Home. And then Terry's got her show. And then Will's got his show. So it just happened to be that they ended up being on the same day. That wasn't planned. But how cool is that? We're, so again, we're just, not we're just, I am. I am promoting other great content providers, other hosts, other, t- other television, talk radio, Everybody that's on the same page, I want you, I want to be able to bring all of these messages that matter from the people you need to know about. You know where to go. You know where to go and you know who is going to give you that trustworthy content, you know, that quality content that you can, you can rely on. And so if there's a, an episode where you want to, you want to get something that Terry's going to deliver, then not, you're going to be able to find that. And then uh, Will, and we do well, Terry, me, you got some great shows to choose from over on um, conservative television of America. Um, it is 3.20, so I need to wrap this up. We were much longer show today. I said I was going to try to keep it in the three, but when you got some of these powerhouse people, yeah, and they're going to give you a bunch of your uh, of their time, you're going to kind of try to kind of like, you're going to milk that for what you can. You might as well, right? That's what I'm saying. So just, again, to reiterate what had happened over and what happened last week here in Arizona and why this is important to you. Because you're like, Michelle, I'm not a precinct committee, man. I don't even know what the hell that means. Like, why do I care? You should care because, again, the power of the state legislature and the governor removed the ability to have an election. So instead of actually having, and it doesn't matter if it's dog catcher, okay? So they eliminated the the ability to have an election so that the the voters, the constituents, can choose who they wanted to represent them. The person will now be appointed by the political committee for the county. And not only it will be just, instead of a number 
of people for that particular area, meaning the precinct, in mine there's seven, there will be one. So they get to choose who that one person is. That's dangerous, regardless of, like I said, if it was a dog catcher or it was a precinct committee man. It's the fact that it passed very quickly, kind of on the down low, under an emergency umbrella, which still makes no sense. I read that with the emergency preserve the public peace, health or safety had nothing to do with that and how fast it was, Jen, and the fact that it was 58 yeses to no votes. Again, no vote is worse than a yes or a no. So that, uh, that shows you the power and how quickly things can be taken away. Your constitutional rights to vote. Boom, gone. Powerful. And especially... You know, talking emergency, and I mentioned it when we were talking to Terry, because, you know, the emergency with the lockdowns, we gave them, gave them emergency power, emergency authorization, so they can, they can approve the Emergency Use Authorization Act for the quote-unquote non-vaccine bioweapon, or they can shut down your business or deem you non-essential power, right? You've lived through it for two years. It's important to now push back. We need to literally stand up, speak up, show up. And I know that we're kind of lazy, so we won't go physically places. So we did the digital campaign. Okay, this is what we're doing. It's very simple. And then I'm going to wrap it up. It's 323. I would love for you to all join us. It's going to take two minutes a day. It's an email campaign. What a better time to contact your elected elite than now. No, and you don't even have to address the issue that just happened, right? Because they're, 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 they said they're going to take care of it today. We're still waiting to see uh, how that's working out. I don't think it's going to be taken care of today. I don't think it's going to be taken care of, if at all. We'll see how, uh, we'll see how fast that gets done. So um, let's use this as leverage. Now we know either, A, they don't read bills. Or B, they thought it was a great idea to take away your rights to be able to pick and choose who represents you quickly. They did it quickly under the guise of some emergency. Still doesn't make any sense. Public peace, health, and safety. So um, let's use this to our advantage. So now we know. Okay, so now we know. Now we know that we need to identify some candidates to primary them. But most importantly, we all need to join together in this effort because if we don't push back uh, to them and communicate with them as to express uh, our grievances, as as we had the discussion with Christine Reagan over at Act for America, it was episode 294. And then also on the Bright Town TV show that I did last Friday at 5 PM mountain time, which you can find all of those episodes and all that information and information about this campaign in order to decertify the Arizona 2020 election, um, everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. That is your take action menu with literally everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference, especially in your communities. But what's key is what she said. And she told this to me when we talked on the phone and she mentioned it on the show. And she said, you know, Michelle, if you've never contacted your 
uh, I say elected elite. So your representatives, then how, and then it told them how you feel. How do you expect them to know how you feel? I said, God, I've never contacted them to let them know how I feel. I only did it because I have this show and I've contacted uh, some to invite them to come on, but I've never done it as a constituent saying, uh, I don't like this, or this is, I have a problem with this. I'm still waiting for an opportunity to cheer them, but uh, I've never done that. So how many other people have not done that? Well, now you have your chance. Okay. We've made it so easy for you. So before all this stuff came up on Thursday, which we didn't really find out about it until Saturday, what we did was we put together, we partnered with Everything Home and the Save My Freedom Movement. I partnered with Act for America, which is Brigitte Gabriel's organization, and Christine Reagan. Because again, Christine Reagan was in episode 294, and you can learn all about it. And we put it together, this campaign, because it, we needed to get the, the resolution, HCR 2033, which is the resolution the, to decertify the Arizona 2020 election. It just needs to be brought to the floor and voted on, but we don't have the votes right now because we only have 14 rhino, well, 14 heroes, which are the good guys that have signed on to it. And there's 33 zeros, you know, like on Shark Tank, you're a hero or a zero. And those are the rhinos. So this is before they all decided to just kind of really go rogue on us on Thursday. So we put the campaign together. It's a one-click email. It takes two minutes of your time. And it's an automatic email that goes to all the state legislatures. It encourages them to vote yes on HCR 2033. It says if you do not support uh, the election decertification, then you will not have our votes moving forward because we, we can't have this anymore. We can't have any of this anymore. We can't have them taking matters into their own hands, using their own opinions, and coming up with what they think is best. No, their job is to follow the instructions of we the people, the will of the people, the consent of the governed. They no longer have the consent. We need to let them know that. So as I, I give an example of the politicians as being an escrow officer or perhaps a trustee. What is their job? To follow instructions. They're not supposed to think about what the will might, what, what it meant to say? No, what, is the, what does the will say? So-and-so gets $5. Okay, that's what it means. Well, I think it meant that he should get $50. No, no, it says Jim gets 50 or $5. Jim gets five, gives five. We follow instructions. The politicians are supposed to follow instructions. We allowed them to think and give their opinions for decades. Look where we got. Look where we are. So now let's use this to our advantage, everybody. Let's use this, what just happened, to our advantage. Because they're scrambling. They're saying they're going to fix it. They can't believe it. It's such a mess. This is not what we intended. That's what it said in black and white. I read it. So I don't, I don't know how to make that more clear. Maybe a, a bigger font. Maybe like 18-point font, uh, all in bold. I don't, I'm not sure. It will be interesting to hear how that, yet what other excuse. So let's use this to our advantage and say, okay, you want to redeem yourselves from what you just did. Why don't you go ahead and read the resolution HCR 2033 and vote yes for it. And we will begin to uh, maybe throw a little forgiveness your way, forgiving us all the big middle finger. 
Um, why don't you try there? So simple. We made it simple. So anyway, you click on, when you're on the website, you're going to click on the uh, one-click email. It, you put in some of your information, and then it sends an email to automatically to every single one of the legislators to let them know that they need to vote yes on this. Now, here's the key. Here's the kicker. This is why this website is now going to be able to be used, the content on it, the information as a reference, as a guide to take care of issues that we just had, right? So not only is it the one-click email campaign, in the email campaign, it'll also give you posts that you can use for Facebook, but I took it one step further. So when you're on the, the homepage or even on any of the tabs, I try to label it and make it as clear as possible. It'll have the picture of the, I put them in, in two categories. I have the 14 heroes. They signed on, said this is a good idea. Then the 33 zeros. These are the Republican, these are the rhinos that said, I don't know, there apparently was new election fraud. Oh, my God, it's overwhelming. Again, Terry was just mentioning 250,000. There's 38,000 people that voted two, three, four, and, and then sometimes. Okay, that's just one low-hanging fruit. So what I did on, uh, on the website, very easy. So you have the photo of the person, of the representative or the senator. And if you uh, click that or their name, it takes you to their state legislative page, which has their phone number, a direct email, an email through the system in addition to the mass email that takes two minutes. And then below that photo on my website that we put together, it has their Facebook link to their Facebook uh, personal page. And it also has a link to their Twitter page or profile, whatever you want to call it. So that way you have that. So now, now you know. So now you want to see what they're talking about during the day. Just click on that. And it'll get you right there. So if you want to see if they, uh, you know, uh, you want to tag them, then, uh, then you have their, their contact information to tag them. So it made it so easy for you to find them because that was the problem. I couldn't find who was who. Where, did they, where was it? It took a while to put this together. It literally took three weeks to put this all together. So use this, use this, use this, use this, because did you know, did you know that one equals 1,000? And by that, I mean this, for every action that you take, it equals 1,000 voters because they know people are lazy. So they all use this equation. So for every email, every email campaign, every phone call, Every time that you post on social media, Facebook or Twitter, and tag them, it counts as 1,000 people with the same feelings, the same thoughts, the same opinions as yours. So when you click on that, the email campaign, all of them, and it takes two minutes, that counts as 1,000 people doing it. You tag them on Facebook and Twitter, 2,000. And at this point, pissed off people. So the goal is to bombard them, to do this every day. So definitely do the two minutes, two minute email every day, right? You're just going to click a few buttons and tell all your friends, even if you're not in Arizona, do it anyway. Do it anyway. We make this a nationwide campaign and we all do it. We tell our friends and we get them, we bombard them with a reminder. Hey, we want you to do this. We want you to do this. We want you to do this. And we'll see if they listen because they didn't listen last week. So now they need to listen. And this way, then also what I want you to do is join the movement. Join the movement. It'll give you there to join on the newsletter. And you're not going to be bombarded. We're not doing it to make money. We're not doing it to, to, to get a bunch of emails, to sell you a bunch of junk. We're asked for donations. We'll never ask for any donations. The reason why I'm doing it is because we need to mobilize the people. And we need to be able to have those calls to action that go out. So we're bringing in different groups, different organizations, different influencers, people with shows, small business owners, nonprofit groups, 
freedom-oriented groups, you name it. We're bringing all kinds of people and the partners that are listed that we have on so far. There are listed on that website under the Partners tab. And if you're interested in joining us, there's no cost. We just want you to help out, spread the word, be a part of this movement, because what just happened Thursday is going to happen again in other states. And other things like that are going to happen. But what if we had enough people that started pushing back and we have the turnkey systems in place? We just need the bodies to push the buttons, right? And then all of a sudden, they know that they're being held accountable because the people are pushing back. And if we can make it fast and easy and effective, more people will do it. And then they're going to be like, whoa, this is, they're they're really starting to pay attention. Yeah, they don't want to hear it because they also want to get reelected. And we tell them, you're not going to get reelected. And we're going to get somebody in there for the primary. We're not going to support you. And no one's going to give you any money. Then they're going to wise up and say, okay, I'll do what you want to do. And if we need to get somebody out of office, you know, these recalls, they cost so much money and they take so many people. For example, we have 50,000 cars doing the Trump train last year, remember? Well, we can do a uh, recall rally drive-by signing. So we have 50,000 cars. We do the same thing, except this way, as you're driving through a certain spot, you sign the recall notice and boom, you get them out of office. You do it on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday morning. You have all the documents and the signatures that you need, and you can maybe you hand it in and say, okay, that's it. This person's out. So now they know that their asses are against the wall because they are being held accountable. But they know that once they get in, they're in until the election two years later because there's no recourse. And so what they, so, you know, five people email them or, Whatever. No. What happens if a couple hundred thousand people email them, throw in some phone calls, put in some uh, social media posts and tag them? Nobody wants that. That's where we are. So join the movement. Go to the website, azsavesamerica.us, azsavesamerica.us. Tell your friends, become a part of it. Let's do this together. Let's grow it. Let's make it big. Let's go get these guys and keep them accountable. Because they're not doing their job for you. They're not. They're not. They're not. And this is not going to be the last time this is going to happen. We didn't see this one coming. It's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. All righty. So do that. And then also when you get a chance, head on over to the marketplace because we have partnered with 57 different well-known websites and brands so that you're going to be able to get amazing products and services from all kinds of different companies where it's business, it's personal, it's health. It's uh, even the Dr. Zeb Zelenko supplements. Those, you're getting them for 5% off. You're using promo code HOME. It gets everything that you need to fight the COVID, right? It's immune-boosting supplements. You should be taking this kind of stuff anyway. I didn't take any of this stuff until, what, two years ago when all this stuff started. And, and now I've got all kinds of supplements I'm taking. But you get free shipping, 5% off. It's 52.50 for a 30-day supply. Zeb Zelenko's special formula. You want to go over to the Bright Town store. They've got healthy items. They've got prepping supplies. My Patriot supply is on there. That's prepping step two. You might want to get some of the food. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, the, the, the dried fruit or some of the food that just can stay good to go for 20 years. Uh, listen to the Health Ranger episode today, the past couple of days. Uh, we're going to have some shortages. You're going to have you're going to have supply chain issues. It's going to be some, 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 uh, a lot of stuff's coming down, right? It's a lot of stuff's coming at us. So you might as well be prepared. So go check out that. Plus you can get some great healthy supplies over at Brighteon's store, which is the health ranger, Mike Adams, brighteon.tv. 
And again, there's all kinds of great products and services. There's patriotic products. Steve Stearns, the flag shirt company is there. There's about five or six different companies that have patriotic gear, all kinds of stuff, not just stuff that you wear, but I mean, even like, a, not even from flags or from all kinds of, uh, um, you name it. I don't want to say like, we call them jadis in New Jersey, like trinkets, but literally anything that you can imagine is listed uh, on there. And the, the kicker is the best part. I said kicker a couple of times today. I don't know what that means. So um, two to 20% of your total purchase is then donated to our nonprofit partners and groups supporting Fats, Pets, Kids, and Freedom so we can help all of these smaller groups that don't get the big money like the Planned Parenthood, the $500 million a year tax dollars or the NGO money or the Catholic Charities money. These are the groups that are actually putting in the work that are doing the grassroots and we want to make sure we support them so you can do that and you never pay more for anything, any of the products and services on our website than if you went to their websites directly I mean, you always get some sort of a discount uh whether it's through the promo code or through directly when you go on when you go on the website through our marketplace so head over to everythinghomeaboutus.com our take action menu and you'll see the marketplace on there and then i even put a couple of different uh, categories where health is in one the zebzalinko's in another so go check that and of course the my pillow mike mike lindell he's got a great pillow my pillow and my store which has all on all small business owner entrepreneur made in America products on the my store. So go check that out. Use promo code home H O M E. Most of our promo codes are home H O M E. But yeah, we need you to step up and step into the fray here and uh, join us on the decertify the Arizona election. The time is perfect because of the screw up that they did last week. I'm being kind by saying screw up. This is how they can make it up to us. You tell them, all right, this is how you make it up to us. Vote for this. Then what we'll do is once we get Arizona decertified, we'll work on the other states because then we mobilize and we show that we can actually do this and we could show that it's feasible. So join us. Join us, azsavesamerica.us. This is it. This is how we take back the country. It is time to take action. Remember, every morning when you wake up, you're going to pray, you're going to plan, and you're going to take action um, join us on Friday, brightiana.tv at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. I'm working on doing another roving reporting from the uh, Clay Clark event in San Diego, and I will know that later. Uh, if not, uh, we'll we'll get we'll 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 find a roving reporter. We're just not sure who the lucky candidate is going to be. We're trying to get Matt Thayer, who's my buddy. Um, him and Joy did it last time when they were in Ohio, um, and we're, we're waiting to hear back from him if he's able to do it this Friday, but we'll have a good time and we will take you guys to the event so you can get uh, some of the guests. And that is on brighttown.tv, 5 p.m. on Friday. And then, of course, next Monday uh, uh, back here on the talk radio. And that is uh, 12 p.m. Mountain Time. So we've got a lot going on and we are bringing all these bodies together as part of our Save My Freedom movement. That's what you want to become a part of, Save My Freedom movement. We're going to bring together all the bodies, the small business owners, the nonprofit organizations, the groups, the like-minded, purpose-driven people, and it shows the media. And uh, why, why not find a, an amazing group to buy from, to hire, to learn from, to buy and sell each other's products and services? You're all on the same page. What an amazing opportunity. What an amazing networking group. We, wanna, we want you to become a part of it. You, you can promote your own stuff, right? That's what we're going to do. Because then uh, we're all working together. Go to uh, go to that take action menu. Everything home about us dot com. Everything home about us dot com. Time to renew our faith, restore our republic. Oh gosh, yeah! And uh, once you commit, everything changes. There are no conspiracies, and there's no coincidences. 
coincidences. Put on your common sense caps. Try to leave them on all day. I tell you, sleep in them. That would be awesome. And uh, it's time to become a super spreader of courage, freedom, and common sense. All about that common sense because I am now a common sense activist. That's what I kind of think. And uh, I'm going to throw on yet another title. Why not? America First Activist, a common sense activist, right? So uh, let's do all this together. Remember that courage, conviction, and common sense, again, are contagious. Special thank you to all of the partners in Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network. Their information, their episodes, and their own shows are listed on our website. Go to that Take Action tab, everythinghomeaboutus.com. And, uh, yeah, lots going on, lots going on, lots more coming down. But really, it's important to become a member of the Save My Freedom movement and help us with the Arizona decertification. We can make this happen. We're going to do it together. The time to pounce and strike and push this forward is now because our elected elite, our entire state legislature, they made a big boo-boo. And uh, we could use this to our advantage. So uh, join us and click on Click on the tab where it says, uh, or click on the link where it says two minutes. The two-minute action item, the one-click email. You put in a couple pieces of your information, and boom, you are good to go. This is real. This is not to go ahead and ask for donations. This is not to gather your email addresses. This is a legitimate take action item. And we're going to be contacting every one of these rhinos. There's 33 of them and inviting them on the show. We're going to tell them that we have this campaign going and we're going to see what they do about it. And we're going to keep you in the loop because again, it's all about accountability because uh, we can't, we can't, uh, we can't live under these conditions because the next thing that comes down is going to even be much bigger. If you don't believe me, ask the dishes from the movie. Of Beauty and the Beast. All right. I think you're awake. You're still listening. Thank you so much. And again, thank you to everybody that's been listening. The numbers have been off the charts. Please tell your friends, share this show, share this platform, these incredible resources, hundreds of thousands of dollars of free content with all of your friends, with your family, your, your clients, everybody. And then if you want to sign up for our newsletter, you can go in the lower right-hand corner of every page on the website. And of course, it's also on that Take Action tab. Please do that because we've got to get around the censorship of the social media. I mean, I'll post on social media. I got 5,000 friends, four people see it. What are you going to do? So uh, it's best to keep uh, in touch with the um, newsletters because that way we can get to you. And we're going to, we have an amazing, we have a lot of amazing things that are, that are in the works right now that are coming forward with a lot of these groups and organizations and great people because we're bringing everybody together. So go take action on what we shared. You need to make it a great day because you deserve us and it's time to take action, everybody. The time is now. Stand up, speak up, show up. I don't expect you to go physically anywhere because I know we're all busy and lazy. That's why we're doing everything digital. But you got to participate, put a little back into it. I want you to become the 2.0, of, 2.0 version of YOU. We can do this. It is motivation and mobilization. Mark, no march, no mo excuses. You got this. All right, let's do a little a song and dance, and we are out of here Friday, brighton.tv, 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Come join us. Come join us on our platform. Join us in our communities. We're going to be all over social media starting in the next couple of days, if not the beginning of next week. We're going to bring everybody together. We got this. We got this. This is grassroots, baby grassroots like never grass rooted before we're mobilizing the masses to get off their asses and come join us let's motivate let's mobilize we got this you got this time is now if tomorrow all the things were gone i'd work for all my life and i had to start again 
Just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me, and I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today, cause there ain't no doubt I love this land, God bless the USA. You've been listening to Everything Home with Michelle Swinnick. Life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off. Thank <laughs> you.